Show. We are live on XFM. Here is your host. I am with me in the studio. We have, of course, Poet Laureate of the show, Mr. G. Hello, G. How you doing? We have perhaps the finest musician these islands have ever produced. It's Noel Gallagher. Hello, Noel. Good evening. You, you sort of organised this for us, didn't you? I did. I thought it yeah. was his show. And that person there, interjecting, interrupting, across there, oh, fumbling the over buttons. over the jingle <laughs> they'd spent millions on. Matthew, hello. Hello, mate. We're doing a radio show. We're on the air right now. This is actually happening. Over the course of the show, we will be looking after our traditional fan base, people who followed us through thick and thin, through scandals, people who... <laughs> thin? Is that what you're pointing out? <laughs> Got a problem with that? <laughs> My eyes are kind. My eyebrow went up. That's I've it. drunk a lot of caffeinated beverages to get me in the mood. Shall we advertise? Matthew's it? drinking some cider. Noel, you seem relatively straight for you. Yeah, I'm having a cappuccino. <laughs> And as we look, Cappuccino, see, he's forgotten his roots. And as we look out onto the rain-lashed streets of London, I think that we're going to take you on a three-hour ride of wonder. We're going to have guests like Cocky Trevor Locke. You'll remember him from the Six Music Days. He's uh, abroad in South America. Noel Fielding will be in the studio with us because we're doing this for the Teenage Cancer Trust, so he's going to be talking about our gig that we're doing at the Albert Hall, aren't we, Noel? Yes, but is he actually going to be here, Noel? <coughs> yeah, he's coming in here. We're letting him in here at half past ten. Yes, well, good. Yeah, that's gonna good. Be good. David Ike is going to be on the phone. Yes. David Ike thinks that Noel Fielding is a lizard. Does he? Like he's put him on his list of Seriously? lizards. I can't believe he Seriously? doesn't trust. Yeah, he does trust you. You're more lizardy than. <laughs> Why do you think that? Because I don't think I come across as at all lizardy or well, you, Illuminati. Yeah, I think I'm on the goodies. As, you come across as a Scientologist. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah. Not I don't yet. know much yeah, about Scientology. Uh, I hear it's fine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's a fine thing. We're going to be doing the news. We're going to be doing some of our old items like Nanicdote Gay, where we help people with gay problems with their own gayness. Not that being gay is in itself Finally a problem. Interjected. Just, it's a bit yes, sad. you are an expert. It's, it's a bit sad that. After how long have you been kicked off the air now? Three, I've four been years? kicked off the air for a good part of <laughs> half a decade <laughs> now. You've not, not managed to come up with it. Any, I'm any still. I'm hanging. The items the weren't a problem. <laughs> the people have spoken, Noel. Some of us like to retread the early years of our career incessantly, <laughs> knowing that we've not come up with anything decent pretty much since the good looking front man cleared off. <laughs> oh dear. Are you referring to my critically acclaimed. Million and a half selling solo album. That was a lovely solo album you made there, but many of us have made right, albums in the last few years. We can continue this uh, con uh, the conversation on stage on Wednesday night, if you like. What, uh, the Teenage Cancer yeah. Trust? Whoa, yeah, what, yeah, do you yeah. think it's going to be your mob in there, do you? Do you think that you'll be back? No, your sad 50-year-old bird looking for a, <laughs> looking for a length we've got very good looking and finding it <laughs> <laughs> it's almost certain to be a successful search other things we're going to be doing we're going to be answering your problems you can talk to us if you want to you can text us on 83936 you can tweet at Rusty Rockets and hashtag you can either hashtag RMNG XFM or rimming <laughs> yeah, rimming. It does sound like an abbreviation for rimming, but what like a lot for? of the time, the show feels like Russell, Matt, Noel, G, XFM. Who came up with that? I came up with that. <laughs> uh, what was it? What, the other, the other a perfectly good one. Yeah, brand at brand brand XFM. Why did Rand you have this? Hello, what this needs? Hmm, that's not representative. <laughs> this is confusing. I think I'll have a little tamper with that. Because, uh, do you know why? I'll tell you why. Because I thought, 
in the old radio show, I did rather a lot of the talking. Now, I thought it might be nice to be representative of all of you for make, to make this a democratic process where Matthew got heard. Matthew has many, many fans on Matthew the internet. Want to be he wants to be in the shadows with his cider. He just wants to just lurk over it. You've got your finger over a button already, haven't you? Oh, no, He's I'm actually, trying to be professional. It's like North Korea in here. <laughs> finger hovering above the button, slight provocation. You're talking 100 miles an hour, telling us how you like to listen to other people. Right, you made me sound like someone off of Rainbow then. That's not an un- <laughs> yeah, not someone off of Rainbow. Zippy. Zippy. George. Yeah, he was actually quite easy to listen to. This is the kind of content you can look forward to. Matt's got some interesting observations on Postman Pat. I've got some interesting observations on how to establish hierarchical status on a farmyard animal, particularly a pig, because pigs sometimes think they're better than us. If you want to donate to the Teenage Cancer Trust, you can do that by texting the word TEEN to 70766. That will give us five quid, because that's why we're all here, because of Noel's fantastic charity, Teenage Cancer Trust. Spell that word, because... What word, mate? Teen or team? Oh, teen. Like, teen, it's Teenage Cancer Trust. It's not know. the Team Cancer Trust. It's not like trying to get B.A. Barakas a new booby. <laughs> it's the for teens. We're helping teens. Teens, we've got to help the teens. My fingers okay. on the button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, so hold on. I've just got to do all the means of communication, Matthew. Okay. Then we're going to okay. fly into a fantastic okay. track. You can email Russell at xfm.co.uk. You can call 08454783936. And this is going to be a different kind of show. You're going to hear from Matthew. You're going to hear from Noel. You're going to hear from G. You're going to hear from each other. There's some wonderful guests, there's some wonderful items, but Prashree, Matthew, you look like Kim Jong-un, <laughs> poised with a finger on the button. Why don't you launch us into a war of rhythm? <laughs> that is, of course, the kinks with I'm Not Like Everybody Else. Do you remember I used to play that quite a lot, Matt? Uh, yes, you did, didn't you? And that and Half a Person, was it? Yep, I see sense? those as sort of private and anthems. you were trying to get out there? You're not like everyone else, Half a Person? Trying to get that across, yeah. <laughs> Where did the, where did the Billy Idol obsession come in then? Well, are they, I don't know if there is a Billy Idol obsession. Of there is. No, <laughs> like for the benefit of our listeners, and frankly, that's why we do this. Noel is sidling round to match side of the desk now. Matt's complaining that he can't see me. <laughs> well, <laughs> complaint. <laughs> it was, it was well, on it was, my rider. He's, he men- was, he's mentioned that he can't see me, and it's throwing him off. He's rejoicing the absence of your mum's friend across <laughs> the fa- fence face, oh, like a mum's mate face. called Janet. It's a lovely little face. It, it was lovely to uh, visit you at your house the other day, mate, and meet your two uh, <laughs> delightful sons. I've already mm. met your daughter. She's a very polite girl. Uh, yeah. There was a, a moment, of course, where you, your lad Donovan what savaged the mask what of what me. I, what I did like about it, you don't know this, Matt, it, within... I'd say about seven seconds of him walking through, walking through the door. Donovan had insulted his footwear. So I was, really? I, well, I got very proud of that because it's you know, Russell Brand. He's in our house. He's wearing ladies' shoes. No, we didn't say it like that. He said, he said, <laughs> says what? <laughs> he said, he, he does said, speak quite nicely. No, he's not. Like, All right, older. He looks exactly like you. he's got the same face that's as funny, you that, when he was a kid. Funny that, isn't it? It seems always my son. But he said, oh, why are you wearing ladies' shoes? Do you know what he did? He turned up at my house on Valentine's Valentine's Day, right on Sunday. Tearful. Uh, no, 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 no. no I'm no, very no. lonely. It's getting a little too much right, now. No, I, I, I'd got, got the flowers <laughs> to Sarah, but I'd failed to get the card. I don't see why you should buy a card and a bunch of flowers with the card in it. Now what you turned up with? A big bunch of flowers for my wife. Oh, the other hey. thing is, I'm but generally no, yeah, more sensitive mean? and a far better lover. Just as like some cyber, the whole operation there. <laughs> just as some cyber cowboy from the future. 
in ladies' clothes. What shoes were they that were accused of? Sort of suede boots, quite a high heel. Like, the kids were there playing already with one of those masks available from a souvenir tourist boutique. It was like a sort of a mask of my face. Another one of the children, Sonny, he had a mask on of Noel's face. Noel had been out and purchased... There's some weird ritual going on. It seemed very ritualistic. It was very pagan (laughs) behaviour. Very peculiar, very unsettling, uh, wicker man style antics Mm -hmm. in the Gallagher household. Mm -hmm. No, it was very charming how the purchase well, of those Well, masks. we used it. We used it to potty train Donovan, yours. <laughs> because <laughs> he became so excited when he saw that mask. It came adrenalised no. and the faecal matter <laughs> would just flow. <laughs> but uh, they, 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 they laid into it, the masks, like some... It yeah. was like the Wicker Man at one point, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was quite evocative the, the, to see the lad. They were chanting, it. not in unison, but we hate, I hate Russell Brand! I hate Russell Brand! <laughs> it's like we'd rehearsed it all day. I've, I've seen, seen the video. I can't tell you the the, the 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 rush of pride I had. Yeah. Well, it was actually rather painful for me on Valentine's Day. I went there for some degree of solace, only to see tiny children destroying an effigy of me. <laughs> quite painful. Matthew, you are, of course, now a married man, a father, a yes. bearded man. You look very different from the last time I looked at you across a desk. Really? Well, I don't know. Well, maybe when we did those mad things on the road that they got butchered. He's accused they... me. Noel's accused me of looking like I'm from Duck Dynasty. You do look a bit like Duck Dynasty, or you look like the deputy leader of a white supremacist gang <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in an American prison. Yeah, that was what, what I was going for. This? Why have you done this well, to I, yourself? What do you mean? I'm growing a beard. Mm. Well, actually, I've shortened my beard. It was yeah. going crazy. In an attempt I've to lengthen your face. I shaved my beard and I've grown it out. Mm. It's just what's happening. This I'm a dad now. I don't care what I look like. No. Ooh, you, your face ooh, become it becomes sort of spherical. You. So you're trying to elongate the face with that beard. Is that what's going what? on? What did you just say? <laughs> your face has a tendency to become spherical. and it has a tendency. Well, when I've been tweeting pictures, I've been noticing not only did the, your face look spherical, but sometimes... A tendency to become spherical. Under certain circumstances, your face abandons its original shape and it balloons out to the side when what's, you're around Slash, what? when you're around people you when admire. I've met people I admire, my face balloons up. And obviously, well, like over swells. time, you've developed a, a love like of me. Does it come out in... I don't know. Just have a look at my Twitter feed. It's there, at Rusty oh, Rockets. Have a look at it. There's some pictures. I've, I've been tweeting pictures of Matt over the last hour or so. His face is getting ever more spherical as we approach it's broadcast. It's only because when I'm next to you, it looks spherical, because your head's long. Like it's a, like a chopstick with moss on it. <laughs> 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 it's a delightful word. Should we cover some news stories? Of course, there's many things to discuss from the past, but let's not get bathed entirely in nostalgia. Well, we not when there's a lot hours. of things. Since we were last on air, a lot of things have happened. There's been uh, Colonel Gaddafi. He's gone now. There's been the Arab Spring riots all over London. Princess Diana died. Ooh, Twin Towers oh, came man, down. You've moved to LA and become one of those... Mystical, te- mysterious, te- messianic. Te- tedious. Tedious. Tedious British... Pseudo spiritual idiots. Well, you should see me. If Dressed I'm not so white, if I'm not spiritual, no, how come I'm covered in spiritual tattoos? That would make sense, <laughs> wouldn't it? What if I've got all yin yangs and that all up my arm? Because you're insecure. <laughs> 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 yeah, tattoo that on me, mate. That's gonna bolster the old self-esteem. Nonsense. It so we've got Give us birds something to look at while you're unclipping a bras. Actually, I will say that well, it doesn't take long for me to unhook a bra. As you know, I can do it in under a second. One snap of the fingers, left-handed, through clothes. And if anyone wants to challenge me to uh, a duel of bra unclipping, I will happily accept because I can do it in under a second. It's something I've worked on. I'm better with the left hand than with the right hand. I can do it quite a distance through clothing. Used to, you're married, like quite gentlemen. Quite a distance through clothing. What, you're like yeah. Yuri Geller? Like, through their clothing, <laughs> I can reach out. Not like Yuri Geller, I don't sort of um, bend the metal within Why their wires. Why are you proud of that if you're saying you're spiritual? 
Because I'm very spiritual. Also, I can take Bravo <laughs> really well. <laughs> Oi, Dalai Lama, do you want a bra yeah. taken off contest, mate? <laughs> yeah, they're not as right out now, aren't they? <laughs> Spirituality done that. <laughs> I'm spiritual, damn it. Don't get me in there for the power crew. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just one of my abilities. Although a man with no arms called Ronnie, who works at uh, Fox Soccer, did beat me in a bra-taking-off contest just a week ago using his foot. He's become so, so dexterous with his foot. Yeah, but he is very good. What, what hang on a minute. He undone a, he undone he a bra him? with his foot. <laughs> Kick that bra! Get him out! Gotcha! No, he can undo it between his big toe and the next toe in line. He can unhook a bra. Did the women, were the women, did they know there was <laughs> well, competition going on? Or the... Of course they did. It was, very, it was very carefully staged. Now, I was worried, I thought, because this, this guy's got so no arms. Sorry, it was, it was fully supervised it's very well supervised steve jones from the sex pistols was adjudicating <laughs> he's an obvious choice <laughs> he knew what he was doing but i was very concerned before because i thought oh well if i win this contest it might look like i'm not sensitive to the needs of this you know well differently abled fella he's got no arms and that so i was thinking i don't want to beat him too much because as i've said to you all i'm a spiritual guy and i can undo a bra in a second <laughs> he won I think, I think this fella ronnie what he trounced me. The, the bra was undone. I was just thinking a thought, and during the nanosecond it took for the synaptic information to be conveyed across my brain, he'd undone it with but his did, toe. But did the, girl, did, did the girl, I'm assuming it's a girl who took the bra off, did actually, she... Actually, a bloke, did, so it didn't seem sexist. We put it on blokes, actually. What? We put bras on blokes. This so happens to everyone, everyone every day, day, doesn't so it? So it's, <laughs> it's not even under real circumstances. But it's real circumstances. It's still it's a person. Not. I mean, I'd have preferred it had it been a woman. It was the bloke wearing a bra in this film. Who was it? It were people that didn't need bras. They were just men wearing the bras to avert us. Where did, from the charges of Where did the bra come from? Look, what you what I focus on very unusual See, this is what I'm saying about you've moved story. to LA and become some peculiar bra, bra, bra <laughs> whipping off lunatic. It was a one-off event, Noel. It's not something that I'm planning to repeat too often. I'm just using it to <laughs> enunciate that I've developed certain powers, certain this abilities. It's a very surreal thing. Was this filmed? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, most this things... was you saying what an every man you still are. <laughs> I'm still in touch. You with know people. that thing when you're in a bra opening competition with a man <laughs> with no arms. You're using men, obviously. Oh. You don't want to appear sexist. <laughs> no, no, no. This was a yeah, it was a contrived event for television purposes. What's but his name? Ronnie. He's called Ronnie. He's the director of Fox Soccer over in uh, America. He's a nice fella. I, no I met him, I was impressed with his joie de vivre. I met Did him he always have no arms, or was he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. His mum took that drug for Lidomite. He ah. was born without arms. He's got he's developed incredible foot dexterity. It's miraculous the things he can do. Eat a meal. He gave me a business card with his foot in the airport. He had it in his shoe. The whole thing was... Wow. Yeah, it was a glorious exchange. It, like For about ten minutes after, I thought, right, I'm never going to complain about anything again. <laughs> ten minutes, five. About ten minutes after seven. that, I was like, on the aeroplane, I was like, <laughs> I shouldn't have to sit here with a jet of cold air spraying on me. Is that the next person's jet of cold air? I was furious. Talking of complaints. What do you mean complaints, Matthew? <laughs> no, uh, no. <coughs> Listen have to this. Russell uh, emailed. Do you remember that? When you accidentally emailed. Not so long ago. What happened? This doesn't sound like a thing that's true. This he sounds... accidentally emailed Jack, who used to work with us. Jack, the headline Jack of the Jack email. Uh, he's not been sacked. He's like he works a, in a different department now. He's doing reshuffle. well. <laughs> <laughs> got a little clock. <laughs> Living happily. Under he's the producing sea. the mimic. He's You've doing very well. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is he working for you? Uh, okay, yeah, he's not right. working for me. <laughs> With me, alongside. There, there's. It's not such a clear hierarchical pyramid. Will he be listening? Okay, why, why is he not here? It's not the no, same. He won't. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Too, too painful. many painful memories. <laughs> that problem. <laughs> no, listen. Right. He emailed. Who was it? Your PA. That lad. Jack, also called Jack. So I would have inadvertently no. emailed someone else called Jack. What seems to be the trouble, Matthew? The headline of the email was car tissues. 
which we all have, don't we? Yes, you know what it's like, and right? When your car tissues run out. Was Christ. Too thick. <laughs> I've already told you about this. This should already be a note. That is verbatim what it says. Too thick. This, I've already told you about this. This should already be a note. <laughs> we, we done this Look, the Monday, you know Monday morning like. meeting. Your car tissues are too thick. How can I relax? How can what? I drive? How can I obey the rules of the I road? I understand when if your tissues are too thin. It's right. too thick. That's something you could complain. But too thick. It's abrasive. It's abrasive on the nose. You discuss this kind of thing with the Dalai Lama when you meet him. Of course, it was on the week. Launched into a chat. Yeah, Dalai Lama's worse. He has to have a carpet to walk on everywhere he goes. It goes <laughs> around the world up before him, so he's there when he gets there. Dalai Lama thinks he's like a silver surfer on a carpet, <laughs> <laughs> on a glorious carpeted planet. He's a when I was, snob. When I met that Dalai Lama, no, he's amazing. Let's not attack the Dalai Lama. And China, if you're in Tibet, get right out of Tibet. The Dalai Lama, when you meet him, there's a carpet that leads from his desk which dressing we room. inevitably will dressing room oh yeah very spiritual well he's in hold on a minute we've got to do a gig me and old Dalai Lama we've got a show to put on there's a sh <laughs> there's a carpet that goes from Dalai Lama dressing room to the stage and um, I was walking across it with my mate and this lady comes over who's one of like the Dalai Lama entourage and goes entourage well he's got to have an entourage they're like a monk entourage like, talking to their cuffs well he's alright and he's spiritual they go oi don't walk on that carpet that's the Dalai Lama's carpet I was like, what? he can't care about a carpet, can he? He's done all that work, all that meditating, day after day, only to think, oh my God, that's my carpet. What were you I'm doing going, on it, though? That thing dogs do? Yeah, I was dragging myself along like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was relaxing my anus. <laughs> it's the size of a golf ball initially. She said, the Dalai Lama's not going to like that. His holiness won't like that. I was like, I'm his holiness. That's how the we, size of that thing. That's how we potty trained Donovan on that mask. Oh, the oh. very idea of your boy dragging himself along. Like one of them dogs with wheels. <laughs> Hang on, you've dodged this whole car tissues thing. How can I help? Yeah, I have dodged the car tissue thing because there's not a person listening who doesn't know the hell, <laughs> the horror of an abrasive car tissue <laughs> brushing <laughs> across your nose. You wouldn't know with your hairy snouts, How your thick were they? airy nostrilled louts. How thick were they? Well, there was just too, like, thick. too thick. Too it, thick. It could develop a corner. You can't have a tissue that could develop a corner. There should be no geometry in a tissue. What do you do and under with brand the tissue? Britain, no <laughs> tissue will have a corner. What I do you do with the tissue? Blow your nose, pick your nose. What is it for? You get in the car early in the morning. You're on your way to yoga. Da, 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 da. You're dressed immaculately. <laughs> You're gorgeous and spiritual. Da, 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 da. I can oh, do no, a bra with my foot. I can do a bra with my nipples. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then I sort of like you know, you got to blow your nose in that for clarity of the nasal passages to transcend the typical frequency of consciousness to the higher realms. Oh, shut, like, shut, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> Higher realms of consciousness, do me a favour. What are you, Chad and Dave? There is such a thing as higher realms of consciousness. No, and they yeah, like you're to using them to dodge something about you being a diva with tissues. <laughs> I am not a tissue diva. You are. I won't have that. What are they? Man size. I don't want man size. <laughs> Who's this for? Jeff Capes? You'll have someone's eye out with it. <laughs> what? Shouldn't you focus on your driving, which is clearly terrible? It's not been good, Matt. There's been a hell of a lot of car crashes. Can we talk about the... Let me tell uh, you what, right? He, the, he, the legal he situation. He came to visit me in LA when he just passed... Well, he just passed his test yeah, and put that in inverted in commas. Hey, commas. don't you question Paying my some test. guy up in the hills. <laughs> we, 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 were going out, we were going out for something sweet one night and he said, I'll pick you up from a car. He, just, he did actually yeah. say Range Rover. He did actually say Black Range Rover. Oh. Well, I've and, given uh, you an idea. In case you've got into any I was in a car with him for 10 seconds before I'd yelped, 
How are you? What are you doing? Whoa! It wasn't. It was more like, I fancy you! He <laughs> was so excited to see Yelped. me again. He's the worst driver. He's terrible. One of the worst I've ever... I've ever I, been in a car with. Look, just because I don't play by your rules, red, orange, green, all them colours of the traffic lights, just because I don't go along with the roundabouts and all those systems, man, because I'm a bit more challenging, don't condemn me. I'm just a man with wafer-thin tissues, dabbing away his nose <laughs> at high speed. One time I was in a car with him, and we heard this siren behind us, and he's looking at his rear view, and he said, oh, God, I think we've been pulled over. I think we've been pulled over by the cops. And what came was in past? A massive fire engine on the way to a fire. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, it's definitely... No, we're definitely going to get pulled over. Because mirrors set properly. Yeah, I don't like looking behind me. Forwards. That's what that's always been my mantra. Forwards to the future. No looking backwards. So what's the car tissue situation now? The car tissue situation... By the way, we forwarded it around to a lot of people with the headline... Russell Brand's got tissues. <laughs> that was the name of an ill-fated E4 TV show that we did for a while. Have a look at it on YouTube to see a man frantically red-faced running around the TV studio while his testicles slowly retract up into his kidneys. Not one of those shows ended when it was meant to, did it? I mean, the whole oh, thing should have ended before it terrifying because I was involved. Matt standing at the back, dressed as General Zod's nephew, holding his dressing room key <laughs> yes. in the palm of his hand, waiting for it to end. No, what a nightmare. Russell Brown got issues, that was. That was a fantastic show. But now he's got tissues. Got issues, got tissues, I've really moved on. Why don't we do a news story to show that we don't have to linger forever in the realm of nostalgia, shrouded by the seductive lies of yesteryear, but can march proudly forward, like, I don't know, Nazis or something, who Noel really, really likes. And that's something we'll no, be no, talking no, about no, later. No, 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 hang on a minute. He just admires their hang costumes. I like the, the satorical look of them. <laughs> what am I saying? The satorical look of them. Because Hugo <laughs> Boss did do the Nazi get-up, didn't well, he? Well, he did, yeah. I informed you of this. and You found that very difficult to believe. But that's true. <laughs> Why are you talking to me like you're Melvin <laughs> I informed you of this, and you'll find it hard to accept. But the Nazis, they were swell dressers. They may have been racist. Like, yeah, I mean, no, you love the Second World War. You're right do, behind yeah. the Nazis. You no, watched no, too no, many no, documentaries. No, no, no. You've sentimentalised it. No, o- only one of those things is true. What, you're not into What about The Sun today putting Churchill on its front page So. Churchill would be right behind going in Millie Dowler's phone and retrieving <laughs> messages. Not unbelievable. They're using the image of Churchill to yeah. say there should be press freedom. Yeah, he'd be turning in his grave, wouldn't he? He really probably is. He's probably turning on that statue where I see him get a Mohican once. You can't just <laughs> deploy <laughs> Churchill's <laughs> image to stand up for anything. It's Michael Jackson in this room. Someone just went, <laughs> <laughs> That's ignorant. That's ignorant. It was me doing the noise of Churchill turning on the oh, statue saying, nice I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> it was too, it didn't have enough gravitas. Try it. <laughs> it's too much like my. Michael Jackson. No, that was Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, fair enough. No, there's, there's clearly a crossover between Jackson's wine. So, anyway, a, let's get past the nostalgia. That's some news of today. The Churchill, we've using, done it. We've done the political bit. We've done bit. the political bit. Now, let's have a bit of fun with ponies. This is from The Sun. <laughs> Moonwalk mob stole my ponies. Bid to copy Shetland TV dance. Now, I don't know what any of this stuff is referring to, because, as you know, I'm an isolated man who's got tissues to worry about. A gang stole two Shetland ponies to make them moonwalk like the one on a hit TV ad it was claimed yesterday a gang went out with the intention of stealing Shetland ponies to make a moonwalk that's a pretty powerful plan that gang gang got. is it not a proper gang like the Crips they wouldn't go we've got to get us some Shetland ponies to make those a, MFs a gang of midgets though. yeah I don't know that you're allowed to say that and I'd like to apologise <laughs> just in case you're not Angry Tom all right, Tyrrell. Coll- all right, a collective of midgets. That's more like <laughs> okay. it. A ga- angry Tom Tyrrell 
<laughs> I like the sound of this guy, Angry Tom Tyrrell. He blamed mobile phone giant Freeze, that's a type of mobile phone, latest commercial for the theft from his animal sanctuary. He can't, that's really abstract. That commercial mm. has caused my Shetland ponies to be stolen. And How can really, that happen? It's too no abstract. Proof. There's no link. This is just conjecture. He's like a sort of mystical detective. Aha, uh-huh. just... the ponies are missing. Bloody mobile phone giants. <laughs> What's going to be next? Oh, poo on my shoe. Bloody Fanta. <laughs> My wife's left me. Curses, Finders, crispy pancakes. <laughs> Why are you destroying my life? <laughs> He's got, this man sees the world through a bizarre kaleidoscope of illogical wonder. A neighbour later reported seeing teenagers with his pint-sized ponies. Lovely bit of sun language there. Miss that. Ellie and Patch. That's the name of them. Ellie and Patch in a nearby village. So what? They've been found already? What are we supposed to be worried about here, Matthew? I don't understand. Tom, 73, said... I reckon this has something... I reckon. That's already you're undermined by saying, yeah. I reckon. You've got no evidence, Tom. I reckon this has something to do with the Dancing Pony advert on TV. Patch looks like that pony. People see something on TV or in the news and they feel like they want one. <laughs> I don't know They that see that's... something on the news and feel like they want one. Oh, I, <laughs> like I want one of them. <laughs> I feel like I want one news. <laughs> A tsunami? I feel like I want one. <laughs> Jill down. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Steady! Whoa, you're listening to Russell Brand. This is live. This is actually happening. This is part of your life in an infinite galaxy. Well, the galaxy is not infinite, but the universe is. 83936 or text at Rusty Rockets if you want to join in. If you want to give us a call, you can. 08454783936. That's the sort of thing I do to distract you when I say something unacceptable. But remember, it was just a matter of moments ago that Noel said something about midgets. Matt, what do you think about the story so far? Um, I think it's nonsense. But there's a weird bit later where he sort of gives the age of the ponies. The sun gives their ages like they're protagonists in the Let's story. Let's have a look at which Ellie, eight, and Patch, 14. <laughs> oh, Why God. Do need to know that? They're only eight and 14. Oh, they had so much to give. Patch is a teenager. I hope he looked after Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that must have been hell. Patch. <laughs> now, look, you're the man of the house now. For pity's sake, look after Ellie. She'll be looking to you when you're doing your moonwalk practice. Always What's see she's okay. Patch looks like the pony off the advert. Ellie's just been caught up in this. Ellie's she's nothing eight. to do with this. She's just an eight-year-old. I, I would like to make an appeal to these horse rustlers. Please release these ponies, only one of whom is an appropriate reference to the Moonwalk commercial in question. They're back. They're back. They're already back? Yep. I think you should be more worried that they're taking on some of Michael Jackson's other hobbies. Mm. Eh? Riding these pint-sized ponies around with no, no swimming trunks on. <laughs> something like that. Put your swimming trunks on. Oh, go more pints. It does say that it was from an animal sanctuary, right? And then the last thing said, Margaret, I don't know who she is. His wife. That's Tom Tyrell's uh, wife. wife. We're happy to have them back. The grandchildren love riding them. That's yeah. not really, That's not a, an animal sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> just get their grandchildren to ride around on animals. <laughs> I rolled that chicken and broke it. <laughs> I'm glad they're back. Sometimes when the pressure of work gets too much, we go down and punch them in the face. It's all right, because they're not as big as a normal wall. Sometimes I put my finger up its butt. <laughs> animal sanctuary. Imagine that. You find yourself in an animal sanctuary, and in no time at all, you've been ridden around by a grandchild. A grandchild today was seen on a horse. That's the sort of that's, news. That's the news, then. That's some news. That and Churchill's image. Do you feel like it's been so long since we've played a record that we should play one? No, you should probably. Yeah. You're Musician, yeah, just put it up there. What's over it is afterwards, what? isn't it? All oh, right, yeah. good system. What on earth did you have us listening to just then, Noel? Because I'm um, down. I know. What was it, mate? I was enjoying it's it. That's Steve, Steve Craddock. 
Steve Craddock. Stephen can... Sally Craddock. Stephen Sally Craddock. Yeah. Don't leave Not Sally out, you yeah. sexist pig. <laughs> <laughs> didn't say Sally on my CD. <laughs> I'm sure no offence, Sal, but it didn't say. They probably thought you'd nick that word and put it in well, one of your she own she must be the girl voice in it then. There you go. There you I go. like that. Well, they're well, obviously married. Are they? Like, well, brother and sister. Are, yeah. I, I prefer that. I, I prefer it when married. you think they're married, but they're actually brother and sister, like well, the Carpenters. They weren't married and brother and sister. <laughs> they were, Matthew, and that's what gave their music its unique tension. <laughs> <laughs> they were baffled while they were writing those songs up and down their leg. <laughs> in crayon. Okay, we're going to do some more news now. No, why are you troubling Neil, who's a, 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 a lad we're working never with? Never mind, just carry on. Oh, you, I'm trying to do a radio programme. I'm trying to do the Russell Brown show, yeah, Noel? Yeah? It helped me Eww. if you pipe down. Yeah? Because okay. cause Noel sorted this out of XFM because he's It should be called teenage. the Noel Gallagher show. It no, should it be, but no, no, what no, it is, no, no, they've no, got no, to get no, listeners. No, 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 they've no, got just... to get listeners in, and if you call it the Noel Gallagher brand, <laughs> it's not popular. <laughs> People don't like it. The Teenage Cancer Trust, that's what we're doing this for, helping uh, young teenagers, obviously, with cancer. We can, if you want to, text the word TEEN, T-E-E-N, to 7766, that, and then you can donate five quid to XFM's fund for the Teenage Cancer Trust. If you're coming to the gig uh, tomorrow, is it tomorrow? About that. Is that a word? <laughs> tomorrow? Is that you still say it like that? Yeah, even I've though not you've lived in America. I try and do my English accent more forcefully while That's I'm in That's not even uh, English, though. What is this? Tomorrow. 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 <laughs> you're coming to the show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I've got a punch of Judy, man. He's the real treat. Have a go at a frisbee if you want. Ask listeners to call in about stories relevant to the show, says G. We're getting too many callers asking about Oasis songs. That's weird. What? Why would they be asking about Oasis? On the Russell Brand show. Peculiar. <laughs> oh, look, just to reiterate, I wasn't in Oasis. <laughs> yes, I'm a charismatic frontman with great eyebrows and a mysterious sexuality. But I, to once again say, I was not in Oasis. Uh, yeah, do, um, well, look, listeners, we've just got to let them do what they want, G. That's cool, nice yeah. of you to thrust out. How's your poem? Focus on your poem, I'm, mate. I'm struggling, I will I'm struggling. say. I'm struggling. struggling. I'm on the, the tissues. I'm on the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a drug addict, doesn't it? I'm on the tissues. I'm on the tissues. They're ruining my life. I'm going through 50 a day. I'm sure of it is. Let those people in the rain into the studio. That's Neil, will you send someone down to let these no, people gather in? This is how it begins. Let those let those young ladies with no, the stars in their eyes. That. This one there, she's reading Catcher in the Rye. She looks like <laughs> a, a lovely teenager. <laughs> let her in. I think we should let them in. I'm not trying to, you know, we're not returning to the bad old days of the BBC. Locked toilet doors, skirmishes, competition winners <laughs> ask their bra size. Shocking times, shocking well, I times. I didn't know men win a competition when we were on the BBC. I think what it was, Matthew, is that I'm a heterosexual and didn't want to have sex with any men. <laughs> but given recent events at Auntie, uh, a presenter that has sex with adults is something to be prized cherished <laughs> oh my god that Russell Brand guy he has sex with adults at the BBC give him a goddamn <laughs> give him yeah, his own there's office. a plaque on that disabled toilet now you know the Russell Brand in this toilet someone stayed within the law <laughs> in this toilet at least unlike Savile's hated alcoves oh adult sexual activity occurred people are doing the old gesture of hand across the throat stop talking about that stop talking about that they seem to say Carry on, carry on. Didn't you want to talk about something, Matthew? You were saying that there was a, an issue about my driving that you wanted to well, I bring up. we cleared up the driving, didn't we? Well, I'm oh, a great I driver. know what it is. Yeah, I, what's well, the I didn't know what the legal situation was with talking about it, but seeing as you've just talked about Savile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have done. You. Recent events make Jimmel fix its ignorance of my letter to him all the more hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> he would have gone all the way. <laughs> We're not obviously diminishing child abuse. No, child no, abuse is no. obviously a bad thing, but humour 
Uh, I think I think let's just check. Yep, if you make jokes about it, it still will have happened. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, bit of satire there. I watched a DVD of Lenny Bruce the other week. It's changed me. What did you want to say, Matthew? Uh, that you ran over. Funny, you ran you over. About who do you think you are? Cracker. <laughs> I put it to you <laughs> for the benefit of the tape. Mr. Brand is silently laughing. Shoulders up and down. Shoulders up and down. This ain't a police interview, mate. No, but you've run over a few people, right? We can say that. Do you mean in my career? Or do you mean like no, I mean, in your not, car? Not metaphorically. In your car, <laughs> in your you've car. hit human beings a, a number person. of times. No. Hold on. What about the homeless person you were trying to put their leg back on or something? <laughs> right. Now, I'm glad this has come up because this gives me a chance to look great, as usual. <laughs> now, what happened was, is a homeless... In LA, they gather up the uh, tin cans and bottles and that to recycle, presumably for some sort of money to get older drugs with. One fella had dropped his trolley. I, I was on my way to yoga, so obviously I was dressed in blankets and whites and that and looking very messianic. I stopped the car, I get out, and I help the person to put all the things back in his trolley. Paparazzi How did his trolley fall over? He just knocked it over. He's out of his mind. That's isn't he? He's a lie. He, ju- he just knocked it over. I don't know. Why. <laughs> I don't know. The tea house mate. One minute he's standing up. Next minute he's on my body. I don't know what goes on in the world. <laughs> he's head butted my window. <laughs> he's out of his head. You're off your mind, mate. <laughs> you're off your mind. He's a victim of society. So I reach out to him. No, no. Honestly, it already when I drove there, it spilled his trolley of stuff all over the street. I get out to help him. Other people see me doing it, and even though it's holding up traffic, they think this guy dressed in white's doing that. It must be the right thing to do. Other people get out of their cars. Oh, it's like wow. sparks. Yeah. It's a lot like the Bible. It's a lot like the Bible. This one's even better than it's got me in it and I'm allowed to do it with birds. So I'm helping him put things <laughs> back in his trolley and everything. And uh, then the paparazzi take photos of it and then print it that I mowed a guy over and caused the accident. I'm like, I was helping him. I'm like a literal good Samaritan. And now, can we clear the uh, court and hear from the homeless man? <laughs> and his side of the story. Here he comes. It's going to take him a while to walk in. <laughs> He was hit by a Land Rover. <laughs> <laughs> Why Churchill spinning around again? How come Churchill's rotated statue's got such a prominent well, part in all that good. That was a wheelchair coming all in. All your sound effects oh, sound same. like Michael Jackson. Well, were that's, you on that balcony? Ignorant. You're ignorant. <laughs> You're ignorant. That's just ignorant. Now, come on, right, so... You- Right, so that okay, I'll give you that one. You yeah. didn't hit him with your car. I didn't. That's what one about person. old Cyril Sneer? He's <laughs> not called Cyril Sneer. He <laughs> happens to be called Victor Sneed. Now <laughs> I've always been sued by a man called, called Victor. Cyril Sneed. <laughs> no, Victor. <laughs> Victor. <laughs> I think from his yeah. name. <laughs> Yeah, you hurt me over, buddy. <laughs> if you're oh, called Victor... Down I go. I'm going to go pure myself up. Hold on, if you're called Victor Sneed, isn't it obvious that you're lying about something? It does sound Dickensian. It's like a Dickensian name. Victor Sneed's here to see you. Oh, hello. It's like a professional like, person who gets run like over. Like a shyster. Ooh, it's happened again. <laughs> Victor Sneed. But you... Now, I became friends with Victor Sneed when I was leaving a hospital. Him and I were the greatest well, of pals. He's, hang on. There was a you lot were leaving a hospital? I popped in They let you out. <laughs> I managed to pull the ball over their ass. I'm completely normal, Doctor. I'm ready to go back into society. You're not wearing any trousers, Mr. Ben. I don't require them. I went back out into society. I bought him a bottle of water in the hospital shop. And then as we were, we were leaving... Why? Victor Sneed, he was the security for the hospital, right? right? Okay. He helps me out. He, he's helps me out the door, and there's a load of paparazzi. He goes, "I'll help you to your car." He volunteers. I go, "That's very nice of you, Victor." I didn't know the Sneed bit back then. Oh, I've only right. met the fellow once. 
we walk out into the street he's ushering me out onto the road backwards it's like dual carriageway well, you know you're mean? in a car now I'm back I'm in, in, I'm in my dream. car in your black Range Rover <laughs> I'm in the, yeah yeah black Range Rover type of a car it is I was in there and I'm driving towards Ford very very slowly I look right like the Green Cross Code man Darth Vader always used to say I look left like Darth Vader used to say right left right left loads yeah, of times yeah, yeah. then very slowly right now Victor Sneed had been ushering me while walking backwards like a person on an airport runway doing that yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. He's like that, Victor Sneed. And then at the last minute, he steps in front of the car. Now, I was going very... No, don't narrow your eyes, Matt. Don't narrow your eyes. <laughs> then he steps in front of old Rusty's car. And uh, I was going ever so slowly. It was not like... like It's more like sort of watching something you know like when Saddam Hussein's statue fell over it was very slowly it happened <laughs> well when concrete <clears throat> smashed into pieces let's not use that metaphor <laughs> imagine it's, it was just a very very slow event it sort of went like it just it took him ages to go down it was more like watching oh, he some, went down for a second for a second he popped back up like a weeble so That's you called the did bounce. you reverse into him or you drove into him? Forwards. But remember, for the record and for the benefit of any future legal case, he stepped right in front of it. Very, very slow this event happened. He jumps right up. I'm like, mate, are you hang all on, right? Hang on, hang on. Did he step in slowly? So you should have seen that happen. I was looking down, now he must have darted in front of it like someone had a G force or something. You were looking the other way, allegedly. Left, right, like Darth Vader says. I'm just listening to Darth Did you, Vader. Were you accelerating at the time or just rolling forward? Rolling at a very rolling. slow rolling. Almost power. reversing. <laughs> I almost <laughs> reversed forward into him. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a man reversing forwards. Very, very slowly. Like a cloud. <laughs> just into Sneed's toe. Just like a gentle black metal cloud <laughs> eating your legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and then he he's goes. Like, you. you. He's straight back up again. He's right. straight back up. Like, and what's he honest. do? Carry on with helping you? If it was a boxing match, it wouldn't even have been a two count. So what, he was straight back on his feet. Straight right. back on so his feet. And I go, so you're right. Did you, you see right, yourself? Victor? Did you see yourself hit him and you slammed on the brake? I didn't see myself hit him. I'm not. Can't abstract myself from myself. Oh. Did you see? Oh, okay. Like I mean, I see the geezer fold, right? But like he's down on the floor for like a matter of seconds. Fold. It's a very very slow pace. Very slow geezer. pace. He's up. I saw the geezer fold. I saw the geezer fold. I goes here, mate. I drop your monkey. Press that button that says dump there. I don't know what the dump button does. We've got a special box here. Oh, there's a little trap door. It says, <laughs> don't you dare dump me with that dump switch. Fill so, right. Look, I'm trying to tell you the story. Yes, come on. He gets up, I go, you all right, mate? All worried about him. He goes, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Go, go. Because of the paparazzi. He's right as rain, honestly. Right, there's okay, nothing okay. up with him. Right. And then, like, chat for a bit. And then I phone him up the next day. I go, are you still all right, mate? How do you have his number? I got it from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so many work. holes in this story. <laughs> He's going to take you to I the clues, mate. got it from the hospital oh, where he was receiving oh, care man, for his legs, care. which had been injured <laughs> days before I hit him with my car. I did not hit him, all right? So that's what <laughs> I'm saying. He's just been passed a note by his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that, I that, did not hit him. You said... Well, you see you all those things right, okay. I just said Don't then. Worry, you only said it on the radio. That was a pretendio <laughs> dream. And I do believe there's a podcast of this available in the United States. <laughs> right, uh, this is... Listen, everyone listens to this. Matt, Noel and I are carefully created comedy characters. None of this is real. It was all scripted by Reese Shearsmith and Stuart Lee. <laughs> none, of, none of these things Right, so hang on. No, because I'm on... I think it sounds like he's an opportunist. He's an opportunist called Victor's Need. How many... Also, it sounds like Victor's Needs. It does sound like that, so I'm on his side. Oh, no! No, but hang know. on. But so, <laughs> you then... You sent him some fruit at some point. <laughs> how, does that, how does that fit into this? Cheer people up, a lovely bowl of fruit. How did you send it? 
just threw it through his window. <laughs> 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 Ooh, it's hit my legs. <laughs> oh, but that's another 10 grand. That should be on no, a but Seriously, right, so he... So you... He didn't. You moved forward. Your car didn't hit him, and he fell over. Yeah. That's the, yeah, the lawyer's nodding. Yeah, and then he fell you, over. Then you phoned him with his number that you had from the hospital, or you got from the hospital. What is this, OJ I Simpson? I want to understand because I want like, to clear your I'm name. I'm an innocent man, like Billy Joel, and I request that track. Can we have Billy Joel? I'm an innocent man. Well, he's won the case there. Absolutely. I put it to you that Billy Joel and I are a couple of innocent men. Some people stay in all alone on the street. So hang on, the fruit basket was that? Yeah. You know, that Which was is just what I call him. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. So he's. I did that out of genuine kindness. I thought, oh, this, if this fellow, he's helped me get out of the hospital. You shouldn't have done that. How can kindness make a man look guilty? How can it? it How can. can love and compassion become crimes? What sort of topsy-turvy society is this where a hero like me has the spotlight shone upon him and questions asked instead of being lauded as a fellow what does charity concerts, Teenage Cancer Trust, Red Nose Day? How come I'm not being made statues of and that? And this is the sound of it turning. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Got> on, girl! <laughs> So, Matthew, what are you doing? Why are you touching that mouse? I'm trying to give up a bit of music. Look, we're trying to get in touch with a horse sanctuary to understand why a Shetland pony has been ridden around by a grandchild. We've got one. Is it the actual one? It's just another sort of sanctuary. What, are they on the line now? We could talk to them. Let's have a track first, shall we? We'll have a, we'll have a track. Then we'll we have a might track. talk to some people from a horse sanctuary. We've got David Ike on the phone. We could talk to Paul McKenna. Have you still got Victor Sneed's number? <clears throat> Victor Sneed will be... <laughs> Yeah, I, got, yeah, I had all sorts of mad lawyers calling up. It was a lot of hoo-ha. Paul McKenna, what do you still have to talk to him about after all these years? I like talking to him, don't I? He's ever so good. He can rewire your brain. He no, can make you believe no. anything. He no, makes no. you think that truth is fiction and vice versa. Nolito, what are we, uh, what are we listening to there then, mate? Because you're the only person who knows what this music is. That's the best That is the best new band in Britain. Go on, who is it, mate? Temples. The temples. No, 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 no. Just, just temples. Just temples. No, don't say that. Yeah, go right outside if you say that. Yeah, can we have temples. that one next? Look at he just has his chat with Neil about. Can we have that one next? We're having Billy Joel, innocent man, next. Yeah, well, right, disgusting. Well, after after, after Billy, Billy Joel, because I am Joel, an innocent man, and if I have to bring Billy Joel to the stand, bring Billy Joel to the stand, I have just done. Uh, let's now do a news story. We, uh, or are we going to talk to a man from an animal sanctuary about? Because earlier on we were doing a story about some moonwalking ponies. Who have, you seen, have you seen the advert? I haven't, I haven't. seen it. No, I don't watch it's good. Have a look at it on YouTube. Gee, is right. it good? Why is it so yeah, good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens? The pony moonwalks. I think that's the cool. The moonwalk's so old, though. Why is that? What's going on about the moonwalk? For? Still, we're it's a pony. It's a pony. It's not. It's not the moonwalk. It's not. It's the, not the, really the doing it, is it? No. Well, what do you think? I think not. Then I don't think it should be even on the telly. A pony don't moonwalk. This just in. Nothing's happened. What's going on? I want some real stuff on my telly. That's the government lying to us. And that's why we need a revolution and we're moving ever closer. I've had spiritual tattoos done. Sometimes I go out in just a blanket. We've never been this yeah, close no, to freedom. Yeah, no, never been. I could be on the phone a little bit later. McKenna will be on the phone. I'm learning brain bending techniques. I've set up a yoga cult. Everything's looking fantastic. For He's the still wearing revolution. those wiggly white leg warmers. The old wiggly whites. Yeah, yeah I've got the old wiggly whites, mate. Yeah, I've got the wiggly whites. What yeah. is it with the white gear? Listen, when you asked me what is it with a white gear, a man who spent the 90s <laughs> hoovering the stuff 
up by the trough. <laughs> I, think he's a bit, I think it's a bit of a cheek. If you ask me. No, it is weird the way you dress like that because you don't dress like it all the time. Sometimes you're all in black and you're rock and roll. Yeah. And then suddenly, well, Gandalf. Hang on a minute. Not Gandalf. Gandalf, Gandhi, and Gaddafi. <laughs> no, it's always all been, rolled into one. Why have I always liked these gap people? What is it I'm trying to tell myself in a subtle message? You might be gap. <laughs> I might be gap. What's this message I'm receiving? Now let me put on my leg warmers. Let me use my like gas star. <laughs> oh, it's broken. The needle's gone right round. <laughs> Exciting stuff, obviously. Now you have got a yoga group, haven't you? Yeah, I've started a yoga. He group. runs it out of a TV studio. I've got a TV studio. I've heard about this. It sounds like it's Anakin bonkers. when you told me about this. Well, look, absolutely bonkers. I went to a yoga centre. It was going ever so well. He I broke it with teacher. his willy. <laughs> <laughs> I broke a yoga centre using my penis. I greedy little beast downstairs, the emperor, <laughs> snuffling out new people left, right, and centre. We can talk about my yoga cult in a minute, but we've got a man from an animal sanctuary on the phone, and I think the least we can do is talk to him because I think, judging from what Neil was saying, I heard Neil trying to persuade him to stay on the line. He doesn't want to do the call. His name's Philip. Hello, Philip. Are you there? Do you run an animal sanctuary? Yes, I'm here. Yes, I do run a animal sanctuary. Oh, Philip, thank you very much for tolerating us. It's very kind <laughs> of you. Um, could you tell us about some of the duties of running an animal sanctuary, just exactly what it is you do at your animal sanctuary there? Okay, we are uh, an equine animal sanctuary, so we take in horses, donkeys, and we do have a mule. Mm -hmm, brilliant. Lovely to have a meal. Yeah. Now, do you have any Shetland ponies? We do, yes. No, they don't moonwalk, before you ask. Well, keep your eye on them, mate, because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of gangs with their eye on moonwalking ponies. It's in the sun today. Do you think it's likely that modern-day rustlers have taken uh, these ponies from this rival? Let's call it your hated enemy sanctuary, where these uh, Shetland ponies have been taken from. Do you think that's likely? Mm, no. What do you think's happened to these Shetland ponies? I mean, is it, is, do, you think they, uh, do you think someone rode them right out of town? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to be honest, there's that many ponies around that you don't have to steal them, you can get them for next to nothing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheap, half the price, it's only a couple of quid. Hang They're probably eating them. them. In modern yeah, Britain, if someone nicks them all, just chew his leg off. I thought they'd would. be expensive, Shetland ponies. How much, is, how much would a Shetland pony set us back, Phil? Well, at one time they were going for like £200, now you can get them for maybe... 10, 20 pounds. 20 quid! <laughs> let's we get, get one. Let's, let's get one. five. Let's Can get five some? in here. We'll buy we some. Have one. I've got 100 quid on me. Let's get Noel's got 100 quid. We'll <laughs> take five. How, how many you got there, Philip? Get five in here now. Moonwalk. Yeah, <laughs> I've got the Jackson five. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. But that was prior to the moonwalk. But there's a good point. Um, uh, uh, Philip, what, uh, you yeah. have you got five Shetland ponies there? Because uh, Noel's got a long and a ton on it. <laughs> he's uh, ready hey, to. Hey, he's ready to. Um, he's ready to make a purchase. Do you sell them there, or are you just giving them some sanctuary, really? No. Basically, we're taking animals that's been abused or, or neglected. Mm. Uh, we call it three R's: uh, rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome. Yeah. So we get them in, get them fit and healthy, and then where possible. Rehome them. Rehome them. Now oh. we could help with that third R and a fourth R <laughs> recreation. Once we get it, <laughs> once we get it round here. What about riding the animals? Is that? No, we don't ride because, uh, well, two reasons. First of all, uh, a lot of them because of the state they've been in when they've come to us. Stressed. They're not in a um, they're not in a fit state to be ridden. You know, because they've been stressed, uh, abused, stressed. Uh, Stressed, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the, the other reason is we are registered charity. And we oh. rely on um, public donations. Well, Tommy Tyrrell, he's riding his left, right, and centre, and the grandkids are having a go on him, aren't they? Yeah, Him and his we, wife, Maggie, said. Yeah, but you need insurance. They're not insured, they're riding Shetland Oh, that's Shetland the only reason around. you wouldn't do it. Do you need tax for them as well? No, you don't need tax, no. No road tax. No road tax. Right, listen, honestly, 
can we have some of your horses? You've got a big house down in the country, and you know you're a rock star. Yeah, I've got a big house. Yeah. Right, let's get a couple of them for your boys. That'd What's be nice. Stop them smashing around quid each. of me. 20 quid a nag. It's well it's worth a flutter, isn't it? We can stage our own Cheltenham, our own <laughs> horse race. I mean, we'll be kind to we them. We can have the brand it? national. The brand Here national. This is pun of the century, isn't it? We look at look, Philip. I'm here look all after week. these horses. I, I doubt that. I've already had. A, I've had a letter from upstairs already. Get rid of the northerner. The same. He's dragging you back. Um, why don't we? Uh, can we invest in some of those uh, ponies? Like we'll pay for them a little bit. Like, and listeners, hey, how do listeners make a donation to your sanctuary, Philip, so that we feel like we've done something decent? Okay. Uh, well, that's your first question. First of all, we can't buy hours. Oh. Never, we never sell hours. They're always they always remain hours. If they go out on loan, they go out on permanent loan. But they're always hours. Permanent back. loan. Yeah. That sounds like a deal so I could live with. But if you want to talk about sales, that's from like horse sales where they go for like ten pounds, twenty twenty pounds. Well, no, the figures are so just cheap. dropping. So I didn't. If I was on, when I was a kid, if mm. I knew you could get horse for twenty quid, I'd have got that instead of like half a gram of coke. I'd have just had horse. Kid, how old were you when you were coke too? That is the problem because people buy them. But then they don't know how to look after them. Oh yeah, that was me. Yeah, I would have done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you I've tried to snort this horse, and I've got a terrible headache. Your horse still again. isn't moonwalking. You're doing that now. What you don't doing? know how to look after it. Yeah. It's twenty quid to own it. Yeah. But then you, imagine what you have to spend on hay. Hay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got interrupted. Hey. 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 <laughs> look, I think Matt that you've misjudged me there as some sort of impulsive idiot. Me and my new horses, we're going to live a fine life in the garden. You had rats, which we've discussed before, which fell out of favour and ended up living <laughs> in a cage One in of your them garden. Lived. And what? they ate each other. How <laughs> could they eat each other? One ate the other. One ate the other. So one survived. Thunderdome. It was a contest. <laughs> and that rat has gone on to present his own show. He's called Roland Rat now. Now, having heard this new data, are you interested in permanent loaning me? A couple of your finest, silkiest Shetlands. <laughs> of course, you have to come and do a home check, and you'd have to live within like 50 miles of the sanctuary. So he lives in a hotel. <laughs> in no, privilege. No. He's the Savoy, though. No. Oh, thanks. That's it. I'll no. be Chapman by the morning. No. <laughs> That was the general idea. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to get me murdered on the radio. Do it yourself if you've got right, any Are you going to buy this horse? I will invest in this. If anyone wants to make... Look, uh, uh, Philip, let's give out some information so that people okay. can make a donation because we'll we'll buy some of them horses at 20 quid each permanently. I'll definitely have <laughs> one. Quid each. No one wants no one. No wants one. That's, that's Matt a wants real one. thing. No, 20 quid. For 20 quid? What can you get for 20 quid? 46. It costs that much to buy in a lasagna from Tesco's. Might as well buy them. up ourselves. And there's some topical stuff. <laughs> yeah, all right. See, I've still got it, kids. Um, so... Uh, Okay, so how do we donate to your sanctuary, Philip? Because although we're being just flip and frivolous and silly, but we actually do care about animals. I, for example, am a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Philip. See, I care about the old animals, and I'm kind-hearted, yeah. actually, deep down. So, um, what's the uh, sanctuary so we can make a donation? I'll, t I'll Twitter it now with my Twitter. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> the sanctuary's called Hope Pastures. Hope Pastures. Hope yeah, Pastures. www.hopepastures.org. Org, and you can make a donation there and <coughs> some Shetland pony yeah. and you can possibly permanently loan one. No, Matt and I will be permanently loaning one. If we was doing a radio show next week, we'd have the Shetland Pony, we'd have Philip on it, hopefully <laughs> dressed as a little elf. <laughs> Would you do that, Philip? Can I have he... one in no. beige? He wouldn't do no. it. Philip's not going to do it. No. Can I have a beige one with a white, white, white thing on no. it as well? No, no, no. <laughs> right, no. Just listen to Philip. He's made himself clear. But we are going to. We're going to do moonwalking, so forget it. I just would put it on one of them, uh, I'd put it backwards on one of those walkways at the airport. You get the same impression, <laughs> don't you? Same thing, yeah. like it's walking. Have it walk forward, but stand at the right angle. 
Hey presto, moonwalking pony. What was pony. the animal you said you, if you had to have sex with an animal you'd have? And that, wasn't that a Shetland pony? No way, no way. I don't like here. their stunted legs. What was it, spider? Uh, no, I, I think don't I was, like their stunted legs. I said a tiger, show it was boss, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and not that mug off the Frosties, neither. <laughs> Philip, got a favourite animal that you'd have sex with? Don't yeah. say Shetland pony, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to undermine the entire sanctuary. The very word yeah, itself. No, yeah. no animal at oh, all. Oh, come on. If you, yeah. if you, if you Hold were, on a minute, Philip. If otherwise, ponies, otherwise, like some ponies will be pushed off of a hill. Like, if you don't <laughs> admit to one. Like, say it's a test from, I don't know, it's Jesus or Muhammad or one of them. They've come back. They've gone, if you don't pick an animal to have it off with, some Shetland ponies will be pushed down a hill. However, if you do answer, we will save Shetland ponies from now till the end of time. What, what then, Philip? No. <laughs> <laughs> you run a pretty tight sanctuary down there and you've been a Pass wonderful the guest. Test. We are going to donate to Hope Pastures. It's the finest animal sanctuary in the world. Not like some animal sanctuaries where ponies are ridden by grandchildren willy-nilly. And yes, that is a riding technique. Thank you for being our guest, Philip. That was wonderful. Thanks, Philip. <laughs> Let's donate to him. So do donate to his... I liked his voice. He was solid, wasn't he? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Would you dress as a... No. 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 Right, then a wasp. No. 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 <laughs> Go back to no. I mean, what's this wasp wearing? Is it a kinky wasp? It's not got its sting it's still. It's weird that no. he runs an animal sanctuary, but he's so quick to price up the animals. That 10, 20 quid. <laughs> oh, I could get a monkey with that one. Good job. Get in the back of the kid. Why are they so cheap? Got a little, I thought they were rare. The little. What? Shetland ponies? They're yeah. cheap as chips, aren't they? Shetland oh. ponies, we know that now. If it had said they were grand, it would have been worth it, but 20 quid for a Shetland pony. Not as rare as the left hand drive car. I tell mm. you. You know what I mean? You yeah. know what it is. You know what it is. You know, that's why people are eating them now, because there's no. Well, apparently. Well, for snack value. For snack value. <laughs> it's like a packet of Pringles or something. Then they banned horses from the roads in Eastern Europe, so everyone killed them and sold them for meat. That's what happened. Something like that. Oh dear, the know. world. Everyone's a bit different. Let's find more reasons to bicker and argue. Ike's <laughs> going to be on the show later. He's going to tell us how to think in a bit of a better way about what are we more ask unusual him? things. Yeah. Well, you want to know about lizards always. Ike's lizards. That's one. If, if Noel Fielding's one, then that's that's really. Why does he up. think Noel is? David Ike said. Noel well, Fielding. Noel Fielding. Noel, Noel, Fielding. Me, Noel Gallagher. Noel Fielding. It, our mate who's doing the Teenage Cancer Trust with us at the Albert Hall this week and uh, he, uh, he, I said to him like David Icke's coming to the show he goes David Icke thinks I'm one of them lizards I oh just... but David Icke's not said it to you no but Noel seems convinced what? of it that's how he burps oh he goes <laughs> I burp yeah, like no. I'm exhaling a little faggy yeah, it's a little steam train <laughs> <laughs> out you go buddy no room for you excess gas we're moving on we're he moving it's on it's professional but it just, it's weird I think, it just weird. burping it's not weird <laughs> 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 it's a very cool way of doing stuff. Um, so hang on, Noel did David Fielding, Ike actually say he We can so? ask Ike, do you think Noel Fielding's a lizard? And we can do some lizard tests on Noel Fielding, because Noel Fielding will be here in half an hour in the studio. Hold on, what time does this show finish? Midnight. 12 at midnight. midnight. This is mental. 12 at midnight. I'm running out of steam, aren't you? I just burped no. out a big gust of it. No, I could do another couple of hours. Come true, mate. Should yeah. do a couple of bumps. I'm a bit warm, but I feel like, you know... What? You're warm? Why are you warm? warm for? Yeah, they turn the air conditioning off, quite rightly. I like to be very warm. Me I like too. to feel incubated. He likes things well, to be so warm, it's so ridiculous. Do, so do lizards. Uh-huh. Yes. Hold on, if one of us is a lizard here, it's you, Noel Why Gallagher. Why Because, him? well, you're always trying to undermine Ike and his theories. Me, I've He's always supported him. Hold on a minute, I've been to see him. Yeah, that's You true. were trying to undermine him the other night. At the, I was so you've been shown because we were on the, te- on the telly, all, yep. all that... Brand X thing that you do in America. That's right, that's the thing I do in America. And David Icke was, not was you, you were asking him a question to explain theories on whatever it was. Yeah, lizards, <clears throat> something. And then he was explaining it and you were Succinctly, talking over the top right. of him. 
Yeah, David so, Icke would uh, answer you, a question succinctly. What he's trying to say and then you'd is... Go, uh, what David is trying to say in, in ten times as many words <laughs> and twice <laughs> the speed... Hold That's on a minute, Mike's... Every time he said something, it was like uh, being smashed in the face with a paragraph. Yeah, my, but my yeah, answers were pithy. No, no, they were. no, they weren't. Well, weren't they? No. What, so if you were stood next to Jesus and he was doing a parable, you go, yeah, okay. Uh, so what, <laughs> what he's essentially saying here is... Good stuff, Jesus, good stuff. I'll take it from here, mate. Yeah, that's lovely. All right, okay, so the, apparently the meek are a lovely bunch. Let's really, really get behind them. Anything else, Jesus? Yeah, seeds in a field. Great, great, mate. It's not going to connect. It's not going to connect. Pipe down, probably, yeah. Yeah. Because these is the modern times, and Jesus had his turn. <laughs> <laughs> these is the modern times. <laughs> this is the modern... When I goes that to Noel the other day, I goes, oh, remember, I goes, oh, I'm the modern day Jesus. And he went, can't wait for the modern day crucifixion. Oh, look at that. I'll play, I play at that. I'll play Donald back in anger at that for you. What? Yeah, I'll play at that. Do you? No, I would play at it. What do you mean? At the crucifixion. He at played the crucifixion. Back in anger. Wow! <laughs> That's hurtful. On ukulele. He played Don't Look Back on Anger. On it Anger. Takes a long time. Don't Look Back on Anger. Don't Look Back on Anger. I've heard you say love. Oh, oh yeah, imagine hello. you on a cross while that was happening. Oh, I'd, love I'd love to clap. <laughs> 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 Lovely stuff. Very hurtful. Now, Matthew, what were you... Uh, what were you saying before about Postman Pat there? We'll get deep don't later. Don't throw to me on that and make me look weird. Well, I don't have before. a theory on Postman Pat. Oh, don't have a theory on Postman Pat. Look, because I'm a dad now, I've watched a lot Pat's of Postman Pat. And there's two, there's two eras boy, of Postman Pat. There's the old one. Stuff. So he's what does he want to watch Postman Pat for? He likes it. Does he, he's mate? He's seven months old Pat, and he what likes was, it. What was the process by which he discovered this, uh, that he liked it? <laughs> he just went... Yeah, this is quite good. Now, you must have been showing Actually, him it, mate. You must have said, been showing him that? it. Yeah, it's, no, it's on telly. So ah. he's watching CBeebies or whatever. Yeah. Postman Pat comes on, and you can see from his body language and his he's reaction, he turns and goes, Ooh, oh, this is good. and he, <sighs> he likes it. Why do you? Wh why? What is it about Postman Pat he's going to be into? I don't know, but it's well, my lad. It's my slow lad, Sonny, moving. Sonny's obsessive fireman Sam. They love a fi they like people with jobs, well don't they? Boys. That stuff. They love is it. it. He'll come running in and just go fire, fire. He's, they think it's like Ponty Pandy's probably, probably the most <laughs> the, the, the least safe place in all of Wales. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a fire every day. Yeah. Keeps old farm and Sam busy. They're very similar template, postman Pat. He solves a lot of mysteries. Bob the builder. Yeah, got a job. In a way, it's teaching these kids to not strive to be beyond Bob, the product. Bob the builder, postman, psychic. fireman. Bet you look, kids. You're going to be working around. It's not there's anything wrong with that. It's a better job than Bob the builder's a bit more psychedelic. It's got a talking semantics on it. Has he? I think so. He's got I don't watch things like that no more. I'm growing up. No so, more? Yeah, it's probably oh, right, since you were a child. Yeah, when I was a little Yeah, girl. no, I noticed in the lyrics of Postman Pat's you theme song. You noticed something in the lyrics. How much time are you spending watching this stuff, mate? Mm, an hour a day, I suppose. Yeah. I'm onto the second DVD now. <laughs> Pat, it says, all the... Right, blah, 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 Postman Pat, Postman Pat. Blah, blah, blah. blah. that goes. Well, right. hold on a minute, let's check in. No. Postman Pat, Postman Pat. Go on, sing Post it in your haunting yeah, Beatles voice. We've had yeah. a lot of requests for when I'm 64. A hell of a lot of requests. And you, Noel Gallagher, as a man who covers the Beatles in a variety of forms, sometimes with the pretense that it's a new song, should know that my cover of When I'm 64 is one of the great highlights of recent musical history. <laughs> it's swallow. Highlights? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Define what? highlight. This. <laughs> oh, yeah. Highlights! Highlights! Ahem. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Postman. Oh, this is Postman Pat. Is this yeah. actual Postman Pat? Yeah. Go on. Postman Pat. 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 Postman Pat
Just well, come on. day is dawning. He picks up all the post bags in his van. Oh, yeah, heroin. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. End it. All right, Pope Matt and his black and white cat. Hang on, listen to this, this bit coming good. up. This is the bit I want right, to talk about. You've got a problem about All the birds are singing, the day's just beginning, right? Fine. 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 Then listen to this delusion from this Pat. This is weird. Pat feels he's a really happy man. Pat, Pat feels he's a really happy man. Pat, you've got to learn to know your own mind, man. You should say postman. Pat's a really, really happy, happy man. man. Pat feels. Like a, oh, I feel like I'm a really happy man. <laughs> I feel like a happy What's man. What's going on? I was watching Michelle through the window with me. I've watched Michelle and I feel like <laughs> a nice guy. I've got a cat. I was touching my own leg <laughs> through the window. And and I he's got like a penis for a nose. Man. You can't <laughs> run away from it. No, you can't. I don't even know if that's even his cat anymore, Matthew. I think there's so many questions have been thrown up. Pat, I used to know a man, homeless he was, called Cyril. He lived in a tree at the bottom floor of the tree. If you think trees have such things as floors, he used to go. I'd ask him a question. He was always. I remember him. Yeah, he was all right when he had that. Oh, feet. you're talking to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's, it's incredible, isn't it, what I do? You lot don't notice. You've pair bickering on like a couple of nights. <laughs> I'm actually doing a job over here, which is why it's called the Russell Brand Show, not the Pair of Twerk on, Show. Man. Well, anyway, uh, he, he said to me, this Cyril bloke, he always like, say, he used to say, um, I seem to think I'll be going in the morning. Like he was once removed from his own consciousness. He and only seems to think it. Yeah, it's not he's even not sure it. that he's thinking it. I seem to think I'll have a Pat sandwich. Feels. Not even Pat thinks he's a really happy man, which sounds a bit threatening. Pat <laughs> thinks he's really happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just uh, Bob the Builder at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Pat thinks he's a very happy man, but look at him in that van. You're not supposed to even take the cat out of the house. The cat's got no choice. It's weird. Yeah, that's unprofessional, taking his cat with him. You're a postman. You're travelling around with a cat. Get a grip, Pat, and start knowing your own consciousness and your own mind. Yeah, well, Cyril was the same. I seem to think that that girl's old enough. It started to get more and more eerie yeah, well, he as time went on. Oh, you're thin. Are you painfully thin? He did say that to me. You're thin. Are you painfully thin? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Are you painfully thin? Well, well he was, though. I was painfully and, thin. Yeah, I've got some girls like they're in pain, haven't they? <laughs> some girls like they're in pain. Was that your anorexic for that? Can well, you I say that? Can we say that? Yes, well, you, you can, can say what you want, mate, because, you. frankly, you can pay for your own lawyers. I've got enough mountains to climb, enough bridges to cross. still snare. I've got Cyril Snare to do How much is mates. he suing you for? I don't know, because I try not to get involved with stuff Well, what like I that. read was quite a lot of money. What? It was initially a small amount of money, then it's gone up. I can't afford that. Quite, quite a lot of money. Dollars. Quarter of a million dollars? No, I don't think it's that much. I think it's like 150 grand dollars. Seems a bit steep. Why so. don't you know? If someone's suing you, you don't even show an interest. I don't show an interest in Hoopla. I try and remain, like Postman Pat, I <laughs> remain once removed from my own life. I seem to feel like I'm really normal and not man. being sued. I seem to feel like there's a legal case gathered <laughs> by a cartoon character from Dickens. <laughs> oh, I seem to feel... Well, like I'm with your um, mode, someone over in my situation where you threw a phone through a window. That was unfortunate. I threw a phone, like I grabbed the phone off a paparazzi, lobbed it. It went right through a window. It was a bloody law firm's window. Windows, like a solicitor's window. Oh it went through, it just smashed its way into criminal history. Your, well, the, your lawyer must story. be an alcoholic. You idiot. I'm telling the Cyril Snare story. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving me insane, boy. What, um, what sort of paparazzi uses an iPhone? It was clearly a member of the public. Hold on, he had a bunch of cameras on him as well. He was oh, just yeah. using that for backup. <laughs> oh, they were chasing yeah. me all over New Orleans. Yeah, me. right. I was in a car with a Doris trying to have a nice bit of time. Some geezers followed me. I thought I've had enough for this rhubarb I've gone back there he's got a bit threatening for a moment I thought I was someone else Pat feels he's a really good fighter <laughs> grab the phone Oi, whoosh. how did it did you have to run towards him because I've seen you doing an angry run 
Mm. What's wrong with me angry run? Stride length it's is too short. My the head is too forward. No. Have you seen Mick Jagger when he crosses a stage? <laughs> sort of like <laughs> toppling forwards. <Yeah. laughs> toppling forwards like a forward slash. Yeah, like a forward no slash going towards him. And he's like, hello, what's he doing? Who's this a, fella? A face and some tiny feet in the distance. <laughs> this man's hello, head's he's falling on me. Here's a man I'm only a member of public taking a photo of his sports car. Oh, it's Russell Brand. I love that he's got guy. my phone. It's all he's just going to take a photo of us. <laughs> no, he's not. He's thrown it from a lawyer's window. <laughs> What a marvellous new sport this must be <laughs> that they're participating in. Look, that man, uh, he was a paparazzi and he had it coming. Then they took me to a prison. It was ghastly in there, Matthew. Worse than any prison cell I've ever been well, in you before. you were arrested on site? Not on site. They nicked me later, as a matter of fact. Oh, they, really? On set. On the set of a film. I'm doing a film with Octavia Spencer. Book out. This is all good stuff, isn't it? Dragged me off, put me in a Orleans Nick called uh, Paradise. Me, that Julie, it's not out yet. Julianne Uff, Octavia Spencer, she's got Oscar. Dablo Cody, she's got Oscar. Diablo, probably. Mm. Do you feel left out? Dablo Cody. What? Do you feel left out? I don't, you can keep your bleeding Oscars, you can poke it, mate. I don't need that of your bleeding rewards. You've got the famous Prism Award, haven't you? What's that? My Prism Award? Yeah, I oh, know that's right. You gave it to me for my 45th birthday. And I've got your uh, enemy Cheap Award present. in my house as oh, well. Yeah. Nice, keep what it there. Did you give him an what award for his birthday? No, from I yeah. it. Was it your name on it? Uh, what do you mean? You won an award and gave it yeah, to him. Yeah, he sent it. Well, I don't know whether he won it. He <laughs> sent me for my 45th <laughs> birthday, he sent the packets to the office where it's got this. It can only be opened by you, he said. And I was like, well, thinking, well, what is it? Has he put a Brad Pitt in a box or something? <laughs> yeah. And um, I opened it, and it was an award that he had legislatively won for Arthur. <laughs> right? Deservedly, I think, is the word you're what, groping around for. Yeah, 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 it's got his name on it. What sort of presents that? You're in out the, of touch. Happy in birthday. the Hollywood Happy hierarchy birthday, of prizes. Yeah, there you go, have that. Yeah, in the Hollywood hierarchy of prizes, there is the Oscar. Then right. there's the Prism Award. No, there that is number no, two no, on the no, list. The Golden Globe comes second. Kirk Douglas won the Prism Award for both Spartacus and someone else. Hang on, tell why the did you give what, him that? Tell the listeners what the Prism Award was for. I don't know. What was it for? Like, it I know that I gave the, it to you it, out of love. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have it smashed into my face in such a literal and public and painful for the, way. Uh, for the depiction of a man uh, addicted <laughs> to drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Brilliant bit of that. If anyone deserves an right. award for that, not even me. a real award. It's a That's nonsense crazy. he's made up. I didn't make up that award, but I gladly will win it. <laughs> and if you want to give me any more, made-up awards, did you go and receive it at an award ceremony? I can't remember, mate. Come on, he's the only award you ever won. You must remember. No, if I had to calculate all the awards I've won, we'd be here all day, son. Be here at twenty to eleven. <laughs> we'd be here at twenty eleven with me saying Prism Award a lot was it <laughs> in different accents. Was it embarrassing being arrested off a film set? It was actually. They sent two old Bill down there, American ones, come and took me. They were playing clothes, stuck me in a normal car. Then they took me down there, right? And everything was real nice and celebrity for a while. Like, you know, like, okay, Mr. Brown. Yeah, what happened on the set? Were here. you, like, in the middle of a scene? I mean, that, they, they talked to the production and go, we've got to nick him for this. And, like, so then they come down and I was doing a little bit of acting. I actually felt all right. I'm always getting arrested, remember? I got thrown out of America once and they sent, right, two burly geezers with cuffs to take me back to an airplane like I was someone out of Con Air or something. Right, yeah. Cuffs behind my back then stuck me on the airplane. And I thought, yeah, I'm what deadly was that for? mean. What was that for? Because I weren't even meant to be in America. I didn't have no rights what to be there. What year was that? I don't remember that. I went on Letterman. I don't know. It must have been a few years back. And then, like on this time, they turned up on the set, pinched me, took me out from the car park. But they was just playing clove coppers, they and they were real you. nice. Well, police <laughs> brutality, right there. Yes, <laughs> twist on the nipple. One of the Mets <laughs> techniques. Every Chinese that. burn. Rob his side of me. Said, "Pull your Stop using Billy Bunter bullying techniques from the forties. Did he get slung out of Japan as well? 
Yeah, I've been slung out of a few countries, mate. I'm tasty. I'm tasty. They can't handle old Russ. The revolution to come in. Then they put me in that cell in New Orleans. It was very tough. With other people? Everyone else had orange boiler suits on. Oh, I felt God. very much out of place. It was very hard of me to well, find out. Well, they then Slipknot. <laughs> I wish you. They were like Slipknot. Like loads of them, mostly black geezers, hardcore people all lined up, chains on their feet and everything. Asked to use the lavit at one point. Oh, it was terrible. You wouldn't have liked Did it. Did you still there, have Matthew. your script in your hand? I was actually trying Boys, to rest can we just my run the lines. Okay, let's workshop some stuff. Now, in this scene, I'm a guy who's been affected by drugs. Have you seen the Prism Awards on telly? I think we've got another one of those in the well, bag. So the toilet, you had to go to the toilet in front of everyone else. I had to go to the toilet in front of you everybody else. You don't mind else. that, though. I didn't care. Established a little bit of kudos down the old nick. Ow. Then they were doing a really big poo. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're all looking down your nose at me, but what's this? <laughs> <laughs> you may think I'm some stuck up British snob. You've heard about the Prism Awards, you think I'm out of touch. Well, watch this guy coming out with gusto. <laughs> Whoopee, Drango! Stay out! <laughs> <laughs> you're out of there, Buster! There's no way back for you! <laughs> Beat that, guys! Call yourself. I wish I'd had you with me, Matt, looking like a white supremacist. I could have joined oh, your game. saying that. Your big Aryan brother. Now you look very lovely when you look into you your look eyes. You look like a cult leader. Look like one, or I'm slowly <laughs> becoming <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. On right. paper, you are one. On paper, and that's the start. All good things start on paper. First of all, it's an idea in your noggin. Then it's written down in a notebook. Then oh, it's yeah. gloriously marching across the globe, bringing it's spiritual it's freedom be, and changing consciousness. It's been the Scientology movement by the end of the decade. They won't have me, actually. I, I, kept dropping I think they must have looked at you, I was read dropping a file, hints. and gone, no. No, no. FM. This is but silly. I was dropping hints when I was, I'd done that film, didn't I, with Tom Cruise. And I kept oh, going, yeah. oh, Tom, something. Oh, I wish I had something in my life. That... Crikey, I'm lonely, Tom! <laughs> something to believe in! <laughs> Just something to believe in, Tom. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> just we'll walk off. Just he was awkwardly into it. shuffle backwards. Yeah, he's claimed not to have We've no got, theories. Um, Billy Joel ready if you want. Right, in a minute we're going to be listening to <laughs> Innocent Man that describes almost every single component and aspect of my life. That should be the next week we play. Then no, we'll go no, 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 play, no, 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 you'll appreciate this. What do you mean? We've played that Temple song. No, we? no, We've no, played no. the Temple. One called Prisms. <laughs> We've played Sally and Buster and all your other mates. Hold on, I've got an email. Hang on, which one? Come on, Billy Joel or Prisms on? Prisms is on. Aha! Hold on one second. Here's an American called Cortlin Bird. Cortlin Bird says, I, now remember earlier on we were talking about a homeless man that Matt accused me of running over, but I said that I was a, a uh, John the Baptist Samaritan type figure helping him while dressed in a blanket and the uh, photographs on, on Google will confirm this. She hears Carolyn Bird's words, an independent witness. Here she goes. I was one of the people in LA who helped you pick up that homeless man's bottles after he knocked over his cart directly in front of your car. I will be a witness, says Carolyn Bird, that you are a good driver and I will ride in your car any time. And why is that written in your crayon? (laughs) Now, this young lady, she apparently writes in crayon and is here already. (laughs) So, uh, there you go, stranger things have happened. So, that confirms. That's true, actually. That's real, isn't it? Unless that's just someone trying to have sex with you. Cortland Bird. Of course, she's trying to have force sex with him. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That don't make her an unreliable witness, mate. That means she's got good taste. Carolyn, Cortland. It's on, Cortlin, which Cortland. is a, a word that Cortland describes... Cortlin Bird. describes some of my techniques. The Cortlin Bird. I uh, shuffle my way up the leg and oof, the Cortlin Bird. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Oh, <laughs> oh, dear. Like a bird sort of tangled in a barbed wire fence. Matthew, what were you what, saying? that's your sexual technique? <laughs> no, that's a distressing image and I, I'd like to retract it. Having <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone retract it. Why can't we? Listen? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of mine ain't come back yet. Why don't we... Can't, why, I want to listen to Billy Joel. Oh, well, God. Billy Joel on then. Go on. Yeah, go on. We can you can listen to a little there. bit of it. Yeah, Here we more go. than that. Oh, no, that's the temple. No, this is listen, it. Billy yeah. Joel. He'll oh. never do this. Leave it on. Oh. Leave it on. It's a tune. All right.
radio. This is radio. Listen to Russell Brown show on XFM. We have got Neil who works here. He's even now putting us through to a ghost from yesteryear, a ghost from the past. What are you doing? Putting Noel Fielding is in the room. Noel, say, say hello to people. Hello, people. Noel, we're going to be doing that Teenage Cancer Trust thing oh, in a Wednesday. couple of days. Wednesday. Jamming. Jamming. Jamming it up. We're going to be jamming it up using our techniques. We're going to be improvising. Like we're going to be raising money. It will be comparable to Bob Marley in terms of standard and probably in your state of inebriation. So, but Noel, uh, will you give us a minute? Because we've got to talk to Trevor Locke in a minute. And Absolutely. you know what you're like. You're a big sort of tornado of comedy and metaphor and surrealism. What are you saying? You want me to go out? Get out. All right, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. Noel Fielding is here. You He's just actually heard gone moi. They yeah. did. What moi. do you mean? Yeah, well, we're both, hey, we're comfortable with our homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, people that are long-time listeners to the show will know that, yes, like, in the early days, Six Music, some people think that it's the purest time of the show, Matthew. When I, do you remember when I came up with the idea? We'll have Matt Morgan on the show. He can run the desk. <laughs> we'll have Trevor Locke, my mate Trevor. Yeah. He'll be all right. That was one of our first legal quagmires was dear old yeah, Trevor, wasn't it? We'll have G doing the poetry. And uh, it was it was a very simple time. Trevor used to do his Sonic Enigma, which was a time. Simple. Of... We had to get up in the morning for that one. How early was the show start on six? <laughs> were we on air at nine? Early. No, it's eleven. It was good, and that's it. Was Before it? we even it knew like you, Noel, you used to listen to it, and you were so enamoured of our on-air ramblings, of our brilliance, of it was our, our number one fan. Wasn't our... Always outside. We used to hear. <laughs> he was outside. Sign my he... I took him in the disabled toilets once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I took him more than once. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it was a welcome distraction. So uh, like, <laughs> it's, it's all bad. <laughs> His eyebrows are knotted together. The two of them have smashed into each other. No, like that's a, just his eyebrows. That's a hairy juggernaut crash you've got on your forehead, mate. We've right, got so some, yeah, six some lovely things to look forward to. We've got Noel Fielding coming up. We've got David Icke coming up. We're going to have Paul McKenna on the phone. We're going to have Cockerty Trevor de Lockerty, who was like one of the original triumvirate, Trevor Locke, of the show, held us together very well. People will recall his anecdotes often rec uh, records time spent in Peru. He was beloved of his fudge eating. For some reason, I don't know how the fudge stuff even He loved came. that stuff. He, loved he was always saying, give me more fudge. Was he packing, fudge. packing fudge. He was he packing, was packing fudge, fudge all around the world. Every single orifice in his body. He was a boy that he, he was like an Alan Bennett figure. He was like a Presbyterian priest man. He was like a person perennially in brogues, a pinstripe of an individual, a basin headed, gentle, bespectacled gent. But this somehow, is what's called filling <laughs> in the business. <laughs> when someone's on, not quite on the, on the phone, right. someone has to talk until he is Bloody on the phone. Bloody good filling, those, but lovely uh, post structural meta observation there, there Matthew. It's what, you know, so, I do. what we've got now is actual Trevor Locke is going to be on the radio. I've not even spoke to him for years and years and years. Have you spoke to him, Matt? Uh, no. G, no. This is exciting for everyone. None of us have spoke to him. This <laughs> no. is, you can follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at the Trevor Locke. He's an interesting man. He's Here a mystic, he he's a shaman. This is him. Trevor, are you there? Trevor? Yes, I'm here. I can, I can uh, hear you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Some atmosphere for Trevor. Trevor, are you in a, inside an aquarium? What's happening? Uh, I'm in my bed. You're in... I'm, not, I'm not in the bed, I'm on the bed. I'm not under the covers. I'm on the bed. You're just laying on the bed like a Steve McQueen in a prison movie, just biding your time. That's right, I'm doing that. I've got a ball of fluff. You've got a ball of fluff. <laughs> Let's call that a penis. Call it what it is. <laughs> now, now, Trevor, it's been a long while since we've spoken, and there seems to there is a delay between us speaking. Why? Why is there a time delay? But for your answers, where exactly are you? Uh, I'm in uh, South America, a place called Peru. Country. Yes, I have heard of it, Trevor, because every time I'm you opened sorry, your mouth over the course yeah. of the three years that we did a radio show together, it was to talk about Peru. 
to say that you loved Peru. Hello? All of your anecdotes were about Peru. It was like having Paddington Bear on the radio show. It was either Peru or a boot through the ceiling. A lot of stories. And I'd like, Trevor, just for a moment, to understand what's happening to you now, who you are, where you are, what kind of man have you become? Have you got a beard? Are you wearing a naval uniform? Who else is on that bed with you? Where exactly in Peru are you? Are you high on ayahuasca right now? Let him speak. I want to hear him. I'm on my... I've, I bought a guinea pig farm uh, recently, and, and so I'm uh, basically on the, <laughs> on the top of the house and start of the farming. Oh, so, Jimmy's yeah, built a guinea pig yeah, farm. Yeah, you built a guinea pig farm, Trev, have you? you got... A, Matthew's asking yeah. if you built a guinea pig farm. How many guinea pigs you got, mate? A guinea pig farm. <laughs> Are you all right, Trev? <laughs> <laughs> Trev, you all right and your son? Kill <laughs> it. You've got a guinea pig farm? What do you mean? What goes on there, mate? Trev, what are you doing with the guinea pig? What is that ball of fluff? Oh, man, what's he doing with the guinea pigs? What's happening out there in Peru? Why does oh, he no. only answer one in three questions? What is happening out there in Peru to Trevor? Is he in Lima or is he in some... He's deep in the jungle he on a said bunk. I've bought or built a guinea pig I farm. I think he's a built, man. Let's get the facts on this. Matt? Trev. Trev. Trev? Tell us... Matt. Lovely how are you? I'm very well, mate. <laughs> you know, this is Did you say that you've bought a guinea pig farm? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm here at the moment. I'm not sure if I'm going to do the farming myself. Um, <laughs> what the how do you farm guinea pigs and for what purpose? They eat Trevor? guinea pigs, they eat them in Peru. Oh, Trevor. Oh, no. What do you do with the guinea pigs, Trevor? Yeah, it looks like you can. Well, you can also, whilst they're alive, you can um, you can cure people with pigs with medicine. Um, but then, when, obviously, once they're dead, you can eat them or you can put them in. You know, I think make, he's, uh, he's confusing. Make clothes out of medicine. I think guinea pig in somebody with medicine. Yeah. I, no, I don't think he is confused about that. I think well, Trevor's so deep into a new dimension now that it's going to be difficult for us to understand him. So guinea pigs, Trevor, in life they are perfectly good for medicinal purposes and, and some people say as pets. And when in death, they're a fine, pets, pets a fine feast. <clears throat> How do you take a guinea pig yeah, as a medicine? Eat them, <laughs> well, they help, you, they help you find, they're a diagnostic thing, basically. If I was to run a guinea pig over your body, um, oh, I would know, so I, was, I, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> If yeah. you, <laughs> good lord! If you ran a guinea pig over our bodies, you could tell what's wrong with us, and we'd be able to tell what was wrong with you, Trevor. We've <laughs> <laughs> gone mad in the jungle on ayahuasca, and are using guinea pigs as a sort of hairy hospital. That's where that's where Ike went mad in the jungle in Peru. Did he? Because we've no, got not, not, mad, not, not mad if you're listening. <laughs> he's not in the jungle. He's not in the jungle. We've got this all wrong. We've where misjudged him, as we did do many times with our Trevor. Where are you exactly in Peru, Trev? Mountains. Are you alright? When are you coming down from the coastal mountains, putting down the guinea pigs and coming back to London with us? What's going on? I'll be back to London uh, probably in, in the summer. I'll come, I'll come back in May. 
Look after yourself there, Trevor. We've got a sonic yeah. enigma from Trevor. The minute he gets back from Peru, I'm going to run a guinea pig across that boy, see if he's okay. But for now, Trevor, as a part of our trip down memory lane, you've done a sonic enigma for us. Could you, uh, I mean, the whole of the conversation seems yeah, like a sonic yeah. enigma, to be honest, <laughs> from, from another dimension. But but Trevor, can you do a, do a sonic enigma for us? Explain, I've called on the wrong phone. He's still like Frank Spencer. Explain what a sonic enigma is. Trevor, you set up the item of a sonic enigma, because this is on radio. Noel Gallagher's here. People are presumably listening to this. Set up a, uh, set up a sonic enigma as an item and then do the sonic enigma, Trev. Yeah, you've got the sonic enigma. I've got them ready to I've go. Just... You've you you got Explain. the sonic enigma. Right, here's the jingle for the sonic enigmas. All you have to do... You've got... It's quite sad, really. <laughs> What's <laughs> happened to Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> is that the sonic enigma or is no, that the jingle? This is the jingle for <laughs> his <laughs> item. That's the jingle. That is... Well, oh, I think it becomes quite clear from the jingle what the item is. Trevor, that jingle doesn't explain what the item is. That explains that why you're in Peru using guinea pigs as a guide through the psyche. Isn't right. it? What's the... the um, that, so, so now... People know what we're expecting. So this is where you try and work out what song... He, what song Trevor was thinking of that's what, what, hopefully one from Earth. What song is Trevor referring to sonically and enigmatically in, in this, this sonic enigma here that Matt is about to play for us now? Trevor. I'm worried about Trevor. <laughs> that's the guinea pig noises now, isn't it? <laughs> What's he doing to them in that farm? They sound happy. <laughs> They're enjoying it. Right, hang on, this is going on for too long. Obviously, they're the passive recipient. Matt, is there a countdown on this thing? Uh, yeah, 20 seconds. 20 no, more no, seconds. Mate, 28 seconds. Trevor, what's I going on? I was a young on? man. Oh, here we go. A brutal dictator. <laughs> Exceptional person. One of the big concerns early on was the southern oil fields. Mm. The reason for that is very simple. The reason for that is very difficult. Probably best they hear it directly from me. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's happened? Couple more and then I gotta go. Thank you. To answer that sonic enigma, call 0845-478-3936. What song was Trevor referring to there? Or you can text us on 83936, or you can tweet me at Rusty Rockets. I but I think more is. importantly, would one of you go to Peru <laughs> and for pity's sake help Trevor? Just give him a Bloody good cuddle. All that boy needs is a cuddle. You'll never find me. <laughs> <laughs> we are tracing that call even now, Trevor. Is it, what, what's, well, that's a, that's a sonic enigma there. I think we're going to probably need to call Trevor back at some point to understand that. Trevor, it's wonderful to hear your voice. You are a pure and spiritual and wonderful man, and we all miss you and we love you, and it was lovely to hear you, even from behind the wire of what sounds like insanity amidst the blur of a thousand coastal mountain frequencies. I, I love you, Trevor. I miss you. Everyone loves you here and misses you very much. Almost. Yes, so strong, Trevor. Trevor. It's like a broadcast from space, isn't it? Yeah, yeah this is what it's like. It's like a broadcast from space. Like he's gone to Mars. He's going to say something. Try bring him back up. See if he's still there. Trev, Trev you still there? No, we've lost him. He's gone. I'll put it up again just in case because he did. He used to take off. What were uh, you saying there, Trev? Because we faded you out for a while because we were worried about He just about threw you. his phone at a butler. Idiots. <laughs> 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 Trev, tell us an anecdote, like about a boot coming through a ceiling or something. Uh, 
Anything like that happened to you in Peru? Um, well, since I've been here, um, my... Um, well, the shape of my body has changed. That's, uh, that's you know, it's quite interesting how, if you move around the planet, um, your, your, your body changes. I don't know if it's the diet. Try the lock there. Try the lock. His body's changed shape. He's shape shifted. David Ike's going to have a field day with you, mate. Yeah. You, with this Peruvian shape shifting, with this guinea pig medicine. Has he, has he slimmed down or beefed up? Well, have you, are you beefier, Trev, or or more uh, wiry? Maybe supersized. Ever. Yeah, the wiring. I, can't, I really can't hear you. You called me on the wrong phone. You should have called me on my landline. Well, he's got a landline. We've been going through all of this stuff. Well, look, that's been we'll Trevor. We'll call him back later. We'll call you back another day, Trevor. Trevor, be careful out there. Be Look after yourself. You are beloved. Bye, Trev. If you want to hear more of Trevor oh. Locks... No, no, no. <laughs> you can't go I pulled him down. You've had to pull him down there, Matthew. That was a, that was the kindest thing to do. <laughs> that was the kindest right, thing so to Trevor's do. Right, so Trevor's gone mad. Those Trevor's gone mad. That's got, what's happened. That's what he discovered. I think he's gone fat and mad. And he's, he's like a Peru. fat, mad, bearded Elvis up a Peruvian mountain rubbing a guinea pig on himself. Packing he's got a landline and a mobile. Yeah, he's probably in Stockwell. I think he's, he is. He's somewhere <laughs> in South London and some kid somewhere is sobbing, where's my guinea pig? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Locke's using it like a sponge, washing himself up and down with someone else's what pet. What is that guinea pig thing about? I don't know, mate, and I've never liked the guinea pigs as a pet. I don't like their little wrists. I don't like they wrists. Yeah, little what? thin wrists. wrists, little thin wrists. Like they're, like they're going to go at you any moment. I've you, never heard that you can, you know, diagnose people with a guinea pig. That's because you're not mad, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Trevor just rubs it on his head really hard. <laughs> goes, have I got a headache? And he goes, <laughs> 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 sounds like I have. <laughs> Hang on a second. What's that, Dusty? <laughs> Bellyache, you say? <laughs> <laughs> and how are my hemorrhoids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor Trev. He's all right. He's fine. He'll get better. There certainly won't be new information in the morning that <laughs> Trevor Lock has hugged himself. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> Trevor's oh, right. Oh. No, Trevor's no, all right. He's won't. all right. He he's won't. Okay. He's, he's too fat to hang himself now. <laughs> the cord <laughs> will break. <laughs> His own boots will go through the floor and someone else will be telling us a boot-related ceiling anecdote in no time at all. Well, it doesn't take a guinea pig to diagnose that Trevor Lock's gone insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. <laughs> Bed. Oh, right. I thought this was a song that Noel had chosen called, <laughs> called Soppy Love. Um, Soppy Love. Apparently, it's just a bed that you can nice, talk actually. over and it will give an ambiance. I'll tell you what it sounds like. Sort of thing. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah, Billy where is bloody Didn't we Billy listen to that already? This sounds like the sort of thing you'd play in a mental hospital, actually, to cheer people up. But as an innocent man, there's only one thing I want to hear, and that's a, a little guy from New York City <laughs> called Billy Joel. Some people stay far away from. Right there. The mic's up. Mic's oh, up. It's, it's taxing, Billy Joel, isn't it? It's taking me nuts. Who I'm chose sorry. that? I don't know. It's just for the innocent man thing. It's made me feel unusual now. Oh, it's it's freaked me right out. <laughs> Got under your skin, that thing. It did in the end. I was enjoying it first. It's not the same as when I listen to it in my car when I'm cruising around, <laughs> smashing people to the ground, all powerful, mowing down the pedestrians, which I've never done. That was kind of a thing called a joke. Okay, so uh, we're going to be interviewing now as part of a show interview. Our guest, David Icke. Noel Fielding has joined us in the studio, presumably to defend himself from charges that he is a reptilian hybrid from another dimension, which uh, is a, a theory posited by David. Who, I, just I, in, a way, though, in a way, though, if I kind of 
<laughs> open, he is a lizard. Because it would be, not, not, not in a bad way, but in a good way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to him earlier, open. he was upset. Yeah. He was like, I don't know what he's saying there, I'm not a lizard, I'm a nice guy. I was eating flies at the time. He was basking on a rock, eating flies, claiming no knowledge of this reptilian conduct. I've just shed my skin outside. It's just left out there, I'm going to go and put I'm a little bit offended, but slightly turned on. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, that's but it means you're like Illuminati, like the higher yeah. power, man. Hold on, but before we move forward with this, because, like, David Icke has to deal with this stuff all the time, people wind him up and criticise yeah, not. Him. We're not. People I talk, like people talk over him and re-explain his explanations. <laughs> now, that's not true. I think what Noel's trying to say there is people reiterate incorrectly <laughs> no, 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 what David Icke said. No, I like David Icke a lot. I'm into his books, I'm into his theories. I really like human race. Get off your knees! I like that as a okay. title. <laughs> Are you torn, then, who between... Because I'm a lizard person. I don't see yeah, you I've as been a in your house. person. I'll be honest <laughs> slept with you. in your house. Through pictures of my cat, you're an immaculate and perfect Jeremy, you house came guest. in, I was on the ceiling like a gecko. I looked up at him up there, he seemed happy as Larry. <laughs> so let's, uh, right, let's, I've got a few things I want to ask David Icke about. One is uh, that he said the Olympics was a lot of satanic ritual and there was a lot of symbolism that was from Satanism. Uh, some people, Noel Gallagher said that my Willy Wonka song was beyond the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka song? It's yeah, I've done that Willy Wonka song. Yes, you know, uh, now I'll know the beginning bit. Come with uh, me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. I'm a walrus. Hello, girls. You enjoy the Olympics. It was truly horrifying. It was, it was horrifying. Horrifying. It was bonkers. But it was brilliant and it should have happened and it was a great event for the British oh, yes. people. How did you slip through the lizard net? I can't even. I'm not yeah, even in the lizard totally. net. Don't try and drag me down Lizardville Lane. I've got Ike here. Hold on a minute. Okay, oh, the right. other thing You're telling us what you're going to ask Ike. <laughs> When yeah. we put him on, because then, because once you know what it's like, once you get David on the line, he takes you on an interdimensional cosmic journey, and you never on know where line, you're going to end up. The line. We're going to ask him about peyote. We're going to ask him about and what's the other thing you said, G? Oh, the Olympics, and is Noel Fielding a lizard? So these are the areas that we're going to cover. Noel's got a question, but just to reiterate once more, David Icke is a pal of mine, and I think he's cool. Hello, David. Hello, mate. He's having you on. <laughs> I never said that at all. Flat denial, my, Fielding. My, flat denial. My, my family know his mum on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> that is true. Actually. I never said that. Well, apparently, a Guardian journalist said that you said I was one of the lizard people. I'm quite relieved that I'm not actually. Well, saying, what do you? Am I? What do you well, think? Don't, well, well, you don't believe journalists, mate. You know, I mean, if they had a brain cell, it would die of loneliness. You know what I mean? Most of them. So, so I'm not. I've just know, lost all my street cred. I'm not even a lizard there you person. Go. You're back to being like I'm us a bringer now. of bad news. Ah, uh, well. Right, that's cleared that up. Noel Fielding is not a lizard, so we can enjoy his company. We can enjoy him at the Teenage Cancer Trust <laughs> on Wednesday, knowing we're not watching a reptilian <laughs> hybrid from another dimension. So, uh, uh, David, I want to talk to you about those uh, Olympics there. Uh, obviously, the real <coughs> highlight was me singing Willy Wonka songs on top of the psychedelic bus, which some people didn't appreciate because they're horrific. savages. Not horrific, Noel. Great horrific. entertainment for Britain. Great horrific. Britain. Proud day. Proud horrific. day for Britain. Proud day. Horrific. Churchillian. Spoilt Wonderful two weeks stuff. of glory. Spoiled no, the Olympics. Didn't spoil, spoil, the, two weeks. Spoil, it didn't spoil the Olympics. Yeah. It's what, yeah. when the gods came up with Olympics, Olympics, that is what they wanted to happen. The ancient Greeks Horrific, horrific sonic murder. How come then, David Icke, that it was a satanic ritual, please? Well, I mean, to, to talk about um, that would, would take forever to connect a lot of dots before it made any sense. But in, in principle, um, you know, we are being communicated with all the time in, in ways that we're not aware of. I mean, uh, every second, according to mainstream science, we're taking in about 11 million impressions of, of, of our environment, and the brain constructs our reality from 40 of them. So, I mean, there's just a little bit we're not taking in with the conscious mind, but the subconscious mind picks it all up, and this is where um, symbolism and 
subliminal advertising and all this stuff comes in. It, it, if you can get to the subconscious mind, uh, then the, the conscious mind eventually it filters through and the, the conscious mind thinks, I've just had a thought. I've, I, oh, I've, I, I tell you what I think. Oh, I, I think I'll go there. I think I'll buy a Coke. And this is how it works. So, so all this like uh, to... symbolism is going into the, the subconscious mind. All right, Gallagher wants to say something. Oh, oh, man. Hi, you, would you, hi, Dave. Would you like to re-explain to the people what David was actually saying there? What David Oak was saying there was that my performance <laughs> in the Olympics was so top-notch, so bloody top banana, so first-class, that how could it really be Satanism? No, but I think, well, David, what I'm interested in, mate, is how, like, how could the collusion of all those people, because like, I was in them Olympics doing the old Willy Wonka, we all saw it, it was a great moment. Is that an event now? No, you weren't in the Olympics. Yeah. You were part of the closing ceremony, sadly. You weren't racing against... You weren't in the Olympics. No, another Willy Wonkers. get bogged down in who done what. Usain Bolt, Olympics. Me, Olympics. That girl that does the swimming for us, Olympics. Me, so we're all Olympians. That's, that's I was in the Lizard Olympics. <laughs> no, behave while I deal with this David Icke situation. <laughs> so, uh, David, how, how would you get the co collaboration of all of those different people in something that was a sort of a, a high-level sort of Freemason satanic ritual thing? How would it happen? Well, well, this is the point. This is the point of the whole, the, the whole way that the, the system works is that you don't need collaboration of, of, of that many people. I mean, the whole... Uh, structure of the uh, manipulation of, of the human race globally is through uh, what people like the CIA call compartmentalization. If you look at it, any organization today, no matter almost what it is, a government, a university, a corporation. What about if it's XFM? Let's take the example of XFM. How, well, how would that be? How would they, they infiltrate that with the kind of uh, well, negative the, data for mind control? Well, let me finish the point. Um, then... <laughs> The, the, the structure of every organization is a pyramid. At the top of the pyramid, you've got a tiny few people, uh, say at the top of a bank, and they know what the game really is. They know what the motivation of the bank really is. And then you come down from that pyramid peak, and in any organization, you're meeting more and more and more and more people who know less and less and less as you come down what they know at the top. And thus, there are people every day making contributions to turning this world into a fascist Orwellian global state in, in multiple levels, in a police state, who have no idea that they're doing that because they don't know how their contribution, apparently in innocence, uh, in and of itself, connects with loads of other people who think the same, and when you connect all the contributions, it's anything but uh, innocent. It's de desperately sinister. And you know, um, I, I'm, I'm all for a laugh, but you know, when you've been on the, this, this road like I have for 25 years and you, you realize what's actually going on, the human race is facing increasingly obviously um, uh, a, a, a Armageddon of uh, uh, things that are, are being uh, put in place to turn this world into a bloody nightmare, not least financially. And uh, people need to know about it because... I feel, you know, I'm sit here sometimes, and I feel like I'm watching a road traffic accident in slow motion. I'm trying to tell the person well, across the road. Is a, Willy Wonka. This, yeah, <laughs> I feel well, that when see, I run down Sneed. But this is it, you see. This, this, this is this is it. Let's, you know, I, I'm I'm all for a laugh, but this this world is in up shit creek. Oh, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> that is swearing, and on behalf of Jesus, don't do it again, mate. <laughs> so what, uh, what, David, what are we going to do? But like, uh, what he's saying you're you, a puppet. I am not a puppet. You're a puppet I've for the higher-ups. I've got no strings to hold me down to make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with him, puppet. I ain't no puppets. You danced on a bus 
for, to Willy Wonka, massacred <laughs> the Beatles like for Satan. I've never done that. <laughs> dressed, dressed in purple. Yeah. I looked great up on that bus, mauve. and my mum was pleased as punch when I'd she watched I'd say mauve, if anything. Yeah. Lilac. Lilac. Mauve, it was a collision of colours. Hold on, let's for a minute focus on David's point. We are being manipulated. Uh, David Icke is in some way reiterating theories from fellas like Chomsky that say that debate and consensus is achieved with inside a small circle of information, and we do need to rise up. David's right, the human race, that's us lot. We do need to get off of our knees and confront these uh, authorities. But how are we going to do it, Dave? Smash some shop windows, throw a phone through a shop window, run a fellow over, dress in white blankets. Am I on the right path, David? No. <laughs> that was actually Noel Gallagher, who we don't trust. Guinea pig wrists. It's all about guinea pig wrists. We're trying our best with the guinea pigs. Trevor's out there researching that to the hilt for the guinea pig wrists. David? What people need to do is wake up and stop pissing about. Because <laughs> You're like a swearing factory. Well, uh, well, do you want to start uh, another band, Dave? I mean, people, I like this. <laughs> people, people need to wake up to what's going on because you do nothing about something you don't know is going on. So people need to open their minds to what's going on, and, and increasingly they are. And what's happening is that we are cooperating with our own enslavement. There are a few people decide what's going to happen, and we uh, uh, obey the law. I mean, what, what is legal? People say, you must do it because it's legal. What should is legal? Should we break some laws? What laws should we break as a protest? Protest law-breaking. Physics. What, what, Sorry is, for what is legal? It's, it's criminals in dark suits voting to make their criminality legal. That's what's happening in parliaments all over the world. And, and when a law is not just, it's not fair, um, and it's oppressive, then we should not. En masse. But what should um, we do as a protest, David? What about, uh, can we put a musical bed under this because it, it gives it a nice vibe? What should we do? What should we do? It's too high in the mix, lower it in the mix. But, like, but leave it in a bit. Uh, what should we do, David, to, uh, you know, like, can we break some laws? Should we leave our cars in the middle of the street? Should we kick over some bins? Looting? What should we do? Well, I'll, I'll give you a simple example, and this is a really simple example, that, which is a, a simple example of something that you can play right across the system of laws. You know, we have a, a, a situation now where there are so many laws and regulations, you can hardly bloody breathe without breaking a law. And one of them is that you, you put out a bloody wheelie bin in the wrong place uh, or at the wrong day, and you get fined, you know, kind of a couple hundred quid or something for doing it. Now, people go... Oh, that's terrible. It's, it's big brother gone mad. And what do they do? They carry on with their lives. What needs to happen in that simple example is everyone in that, in that area, everyone in that town, does, breaks the law every week until the law is changed. Right. Okay, I got it. We're all going to put our wheelie bins out in the street whenever we choose. Matthew, we're all going to... Oh, well. We should, um, let's put, right, right, that, let's take something practical from this. If you are listening to our radio show and you're being told to, like, you know I'm into David, I think he's basically right about we are being manipulated, we're being uh, kept on a narrow bandwidth of consciousness. Our first step is we're going to put our wheelie bins right out in the middle of the street, whenever we fancy it. So, uh, tomorrow, or maybe even <laughs> tomorrow. now, tomorrow. Get, tomorrow. Get, the street, get your wheelie bins out. <laughs> get your wheelie bins, push them right out to the middle of the road. Now, uh, if what you send us photos of your one. wheelie bins, if you send photos of your wheelie bins in the middle of the street, we will applaud you for this act of small defiance. No, that's silly. 
Well, I don't know, mate. Let's get in our wheelie bins. Let's get in our wheelie bins. Push ourselves about. Noel Fielding wants to be inside of a wheelie bin. We can do this at the Teenage Cancer Trust. Reverse Daleks. Look, David, you know that our job is to be frivolous and fun, and we can be revolutionary and radical and be silly and spurious as well, and it is in no way to the detriment of many of your theories, which I completely support, that we are being tangled in an administrative bureaucratic legal quagmire, and our freedoms are being taken away from us, and our consciousness is being deeply enclosed. Our solution is to get into some wheelie bins. David, um, (laughs) thank you very much for coming on the show, mate. You're always fantastic. Fantastic. You're always a help. We're going to go back to being extremely silly. Thanks for the data. Take on board what David said. He's a brilliant, brilliant man. Is that all right, Dave? Whatever you like, mate. Oh, don't sound disgruntled. No, you sound disgruntled. No, no. But I, you know, I, 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 I could have been in the land of nod an hour ago. But oh. I, anyway, I got something across. But you did. You, you know, did. We, honestly, mate. Honestly, mate. I, if I can get one last thing go on. across, go on. We are looking a nightmare in the face. And, and what is happening in, in Cyprus, where they're now making a precedent to take people's money out of their bank accounts without even asking and permission, the government, we are facing a bloody nightmare. And it's, uh, and it's not ending here. If people knew what they planned to bring in in the not-too-distant future, they wouldn't need to curl their bloody hair. You know, this is serious, and we need to face it, and face it now, or regret it for the, not, not just the rest of our lives, but regret it for the rest of our children and grandchildren's lives. Okay, that's all I've got to say. I'll see you. All the best, lads. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you, <laughs> No mate. problem. Go all on. the best. Bye, Bye David. Bye. Thanks for saying I'm not a lizard. There you go. See, now, oh. right, now this, we can, like, so I, I really love <clears> David, but he sounds... He sounded annoyed, but he did say the S word, the P word, and then at the end he said... B L O O D Y. What did say he that? say? Bloody. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, I've said it. It was like the was Bill the, Grundy it show, was the, it was Sex Pistol Mania. It, it was the sound bed. Oh. I did it. Well, let's take this opportunity to uh, <laughs> let David know that we, uh, we respect him and we trust him, but it's our job to be frivolous and to revolt gently and stupidly and childishly. Um, He's gone out. Russell is in the toilet. So <laughs> I'm forced to fill. No, you can't get back in through the door. Hey, yeah. You're got to let him in. Someone's got to let him in. Noel Fielding you're here. A, you're a professional. So, Noel, what well, are you working on at the moment? <laughs> what? You... As if you can do radio, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Says the man who was in the toilet. <laughs> You'll nod it right up. Right, so let's do a proper interview with Noel. What was that we just listened to? Did you even Oh, Steve Mason. Something Noel. Right? Do you see? That's how it's done. There's little professional details that you lot don't appreciate. Someone's lost G's pen. How's he going to do a poem about that? <laughs> yeah, I've got a pen, I've got a pen. It's a pen. There you go. Yeah, right. is actually happening We're being live. joined by a fantastic guest. It's Noel Fielding. When we asked our listeners who do they want in this show, they replied in abundance. David Noel Fielding. <laughs> yes. Nicky Brannigan. They did. They did say that. Grot Bags was requested, but she's never coming on after Matthew made comments about her green boobies. Oi. So yes, You did. I did, because I I fancy her. I fancy all bucks and witches. We're going to wrap up this Sonic Enigma, and then we're going to enjoy our wonderful guest Noel Fielding, recently I, I free from being what, a I lizard. What, the what do you think was? the uh, Sonic Enigma was? So shall we play it? Not in full. Not in full. It's too mental because Trevor's gone mad right, since <laughs> his Sonic Enigmas are mental now. But this is the Sonic Enigma. They're always pretty far out. Right? They always were, weren't they? But now further. I think. And there's okay. that noise. It's quite the whole thing's Ikean. Yeah. Oh, poor old Ike. I just not offended. Some people have. Of course you were. Right. I've... I could have been in the land of Nod. An hour it... ago. I think it's your fault, Matthew, because you put that musical bit. I was a young man. <laughs> What's Shut going up, on Tony. <laughs> liar. <laughs> Tony, you led us into an unnecessary war. We trusted you because you've got nice shaped lips and a little bit of tittle tattle. But that's then we not did why I trusted him. No one went around his house. 
No, you Champagne. were around his house. Uh, Champagne. It's our house. Justified that, that house that. belongs to the people. No, that's yeah, how it justifies I went round the people's house. Whose well, champagne I'm, was it? Yeah, the people's. How come I, I'm a people? How come I can't go in there and do a whoopsie in the levy? I'm a people. Because I've got quite rights. frankly, you're an idiot. Oh, <laughs> there it is. It's been said now on the radio. You can't unring that bell. That was the <laughs> death knell of British culture. Okay, so uh, the Sonic Enigma. Uh, what do you think it is, Noel? That Sonic Enigma. I thought it was. Um, we are the pigs by swing. And indeed, it's not that though. It's called oh. uh, "It Is War Pigs" by Black Sabbath. But, yes. Oh. Yeah, but we're trying to interpret the mad, uh, the sonic ramblings of Trevor Lock. The people that correctly did that are Tom Derrick, Thomas Thornton, and Luke Nichols. Who else? Did it's anyone the else same as if you didn't one? get it. Uh, the prize is sort of nothing really. I mean, oh, should there no be a prize? prize? Have an XFMC Because normally show, there something? was a system where you'd have sex in the disabled toilet. <laughs> <with> the <presenter. laughs> Tom, it wasn't always the disabled toilet. Tom Derrick, was Thomas it? Thornton. You yeah, usually. a good time. <laughs> Sometimes I'd take them home for a I'd round of start in the disabled, then I'd go into the women's, finish <laughs> off in the men's. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trip down. Then it was over the BBC canteen. Where <laughs> 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 there were many askew glasses. What's he doing? Having it off with an adult. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> oh, <laughs> we found a new Fielding. Oh no! Hold on oh, a second. The, Tom Derrick, Thomas Thornton, Luke Nichols. You've all won a prize. We'll work out what it is. Uh, T-shirts, signed things, um, trip to the lavies at BBC Centre. <laughs> now then, let's have a chat now with our wonderful <laughs> guest on the show. It's Mr. Noel Fielding. You've been here a Hello. while. You're not a lizard. That's a relief. Well, f yeah, it's a massive relief actually. There's Starting a, to get worried. There was a bit in the uh, revelation that you're not a lizard where he said. You see, he saw your mum on the Isle of Wight or something, No, he knows he? his mum. Yeah, he knows my mum and dad. What's your mum doing on the Isle of Wight? Just going about her business. What's it got to do with you? <laughs> Get holidays. Mind your own business. Well, you realise the nature of this show is I've got to ask you uh, questions. <laughs> Not yes. about my mum. Do you, do you want <laughs> a bed for like. Yeah, let's have a musical this bed. Chat about mum's mum slightly fancies you as well. Don't Actually. go near my mum. She'll be there Wednesday. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Keep your eyes to yourself. <laughs> you mum and me. I'll like, be your new dad. You're such a lilac sock That's puppet. a weird bed. <laughs> No, that's, that's too weird. weird Don't bed. put that on. That's right. unsettling. Sort of, do you want I like something film? sexy, Skeptone, romantic, something mm, sexy. Kind of We've got sexy, sexy, We've something sexy. Got something oh, sexy. here we go. So, no, <laughs> we're going to be doing the uh, Teenage Cancer Trust on Wednesday. Oh, we it's, it's it's sold out, of course. This is sexy in a weird way. It's like Kenny G sexy. <laughs> yeah, Kenny G sexy. He's left his shirt and tie on and just oh, rattling God. around at the back here. Giving me the fear. Noel, you said uh, Noel, uh, Gallagher, you said our tickets sold out first for me and Noel Fielding show there, so that means yeah. we're the best, doesn't it? What I meant was second, Noel. <laughs> no, you never. Rizzle kick sold out first. Don't say that. I mean, I like Rizzle kick. No, yours, did, yours did sell out first before anybody else. Yes, really? we won that. No, what, we beat the Rizzle kicks. We beat yeah. the Rizzle kicks in a contest to sell tickets to raise money for teenagers with cancer there, and that's Look how competitive we are. <laughs> that's pretty. Competitive, I imagine that's wrestling not. Rizzle kicks. Then and losing really badly. <laughs> They're quite agile, those boys. They're I quite know. wiry, aren't They're younger they? Younger than us as well. We'd have to attack you. You don't know Rizzle Kicks yet. You've mm. booked them for your concert, Noel. My daughter's a fan. Yeah, they're good actually. Nice, yeah, yeah well, but they were lovely. They did our comic relief gig the other day. They're brilliant. They're, they're really lively. Good. They were cushy, <coughs> I believe we would say. One of them made, the one of them made me a quiche afterwards. Yeah, I was a bit peckish. Very, very generous <laughs> boys. Lovely boys. Lovely risky kids. So uh, come on in, Noel. Let's what are we going to do on Wednesday? Jamming. Jamming. We're going to be. That Kenny G sex is freaking me out too now. Much. Yeah, it was. That's it was too much actually. Got right into me. Feels cold now without it, though, doesn't it, It boys? does a bit cold. We meditated today, didn't we? Yeah, no, we meditated right together. We're meditators, we, we do. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you oh. mean? What's your problem? How does that 
How does just, that happen? Just as we were meditating, just as we went into the door of meditation. Close their no, eyes. No, 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 I went no, no, to no, no, him. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I went to he's, him. He's an American now. That's acceptable for him. <laughs> no. Why are you getting involved? Because well, he makes me, forces me emotionally, blackmails oh. me. You know what he said? Just as we were getting into the into the zone, I went to him. It all went really quiet, and I went, have you ever met Jim Carrey? Doing meditation. year boy. What goes on in meditation? I've Loads done it with What is the zone? What is the zone? You see, Massive. we have done it together. <laughs> we all three of us have done it together. Yeah, we mean, did it in. Um, he, I called him up. He called him up one day and told me he was chanting down Do the phone. You know what Sorry, no, We did it no, together. That's what I had to say. And there was sat a cat now. in the room, and I could hear it <laughs> milling about. Your now. cat Morrissey was milling about in the room. Yeah, yeah, he was going. I could hear it. Well, you weren't even meditating at a meditating centre. You were meditating in the Savoy. Let's just set the scene. We're in Russell's house. In the Hollywood Hills, we were naked. It was rented house, all naked. There was rented, rented house in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, he's got a massage room in his house. Not massage room. Whoa! <laughs> Hang on, he yeah. said massage room. Why are we talking about massage rooms it's, all of a sudden? Sorry, no, he's got a meditation massage, booth, a meditation like room, a big womb. Yeah, it's lovely. In Postman there. Pat was there. When, he felt like he meditated, though he wasn't sure. Oh, his nose was all hard. <laughs> <laughs> when um, so. So 50 Cent used to own that house or That's something right. like that. Yeah, 50 Cent. And Fiddy. that was his office and it was full of printers and stuff. You converted his jacuzzi into a meditation room. But yeah. when you moved in, you put drapes up. Drapes. Little statues of Buddha. Figures of the old uh, Ganesh. It's very relaxing in there. So we, we had a lovely meditation. It's a beautiful room, actually. The Beatles, your Sounds hero, like, brought over Urban this... Urban Outfit, is that what you got it off Hey, from? come on, man. <laughs> Don't be threatened by change, baby. This is the next generation. It's quite hard to relax and switch your mind off. I mean, that was the first time I'd properly done it. Yeah, it is with me. You just think, oh my leg, oh my stomach. Of course, but like I've been on your doing it for a year. No one's been doing it on your journey. I'm doing to it now. What's the, the, what's the meditating? Has anything Why? ever gone like Why? acid? You don't or need to meditate. Weird or like, <laughs> what do you need <laughs> to <laughs> meditate for? No, right. Matthew's asking a sensible question. And uh, come not. on, we've got a narrative. Come on. Yes, there has been some weird experiences. You repeat a mantra inwardly, and then you're temporarily alleviated from your typical nonsense. sensorial consciousness, That's and you get amazing images and light, and you feel is that there are realms beyond realms of different dimensions. You feel it. All you got to do is inwardly repeat a mantra. Give us a mantra. Possibly, because give us a mantra. I was in a car. With Noddy uh, in this meditation fantasy. <laughs> They're secret, aren't they? You can't mantras. tell your mantra. Secret mantra. You can't tell your mantra. They gave me a rock budget one. Why, you can't, why can't you nav. tell anybody? Sat that? Nav. Why? Sat nav. why? Sat because nav. It's, you can't it's tell people why? it because it's between rules, you and God. Otherwise, everything goes crazy. No, it's nonsense. It's between you and God. It's a private thing between you and the ultimate consciousness, what? the infinite what? stream. Did God lean down and say, just chant this and you'll be happy. God's Gay. not leaning down from anywhere. God is everywhere, no. He was when I did mine. Possibly with no feeling. God right does in. lean down. How long do you do it for? Let's you get do it the facts 20 minutes twice a day. Until you feel embarrassed. And you, repeat, you repeat, <laughs> yeah. Until <laughs> I mean, you become what? self-aware. Until you feel, yeah. Until you think, that. oh, God, I'm an idiot. Oh, I would have gone to a supermarket. Listen, you, the Beatles <laughs> bought over that type of meditation. Why do you keep bringing the Beatles up? Because you love them. They're your you favourites. You've got all their posters on your wall. Yeah, I went round his house there's like toys of the Beatles there's pictures of the Beatles so I've been in a 14 year old girl's That's bedroom it's like when I liked Bross <laughs> <laughs> he's got little Grosh bottle tops on his shoes That's not even true <laughs> Bross meditate not even true. Well, I'd be enlightened. That'd be their mantra. Oh, I miss those boys. So, so you do it for 20 minutes twice a day. Yeah. 40 minutes a and day. And it grows your consciousness. Go in. Sorry, no, but how can you sorry, no, say that sorry, no, and uh -huh. then still like, uh, yeah, look have at a normal life? Because I'm still a bloke and I'm still a bloke. I've got needs and I'm a few. I've still got to feed the pony. I've still got to put a snake in a satchel. How would I? I'll start to get a dilate my back pipe. But what is the tangible feeling? Do you know what, 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 
What is it that makes you feel different? We constantly feel anchored to me. I, me, I speak for myself. I'm, so, I'm either frightened of something or I'm desiring something or I want something in the future or I'm thinking about something in the past. <laughs> put, put, the, put the bed underneath this <laughs> yeah, yeah, space yeah, sound. Let me get a real. All right, put a space bed yeah. on it because I'm talking about enlightenment, that baby. Just we are leading people to there, new like. realms of consciousness. We're leading people to freedom. I mean, if uh, Savo would have meditated, perhaps it would have. Well, there we go. Right, off you go, sunshine. No, I think that's the wrong one. Yeah, that sounds like a sort of an angry road. Here we go. That's it. Hello. Go on, explain it's meditation to us. Mr. Meditation. Mr. Yeah. Meditation uh, was all seeking work. enlightenment and uh, all of his silly, greedy, selfish little friends <laughs> were trying to undermine him. <laughs> Mr. Meditation was determined to bring freedom and happiness to people, um, not in a pious, boring way, but in a sexy, radical way, saying that you don't need drugs and alcohol. Oh, well, you don't you need thick yourself. tissues in your car. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Meditation. Oh, I bet you sit there and go, I'm not, I'm not. Where's my bloody tissues? Tittles. Where's that boy? <laughs> oh no! Nah, oh no! This nah. should all be a, be a note. This should all be done. <laughs> oh no! I ordered something this yesterday. I'm the size of a bum. Listen, you get out of my yoga class and into my car. Oops! <laughs> just another crash. <laughs> me, get back out of the car. Me and Matt have been in your soft yoga room. You pulled us both in there, and, and we you had enjoyed a lovely it. Time. I know. I feel yeah, slightly like nice. now you're showing I'm off. Going just like here, like, like Gripper from did. Grange Hill, except you're changing your tune. I'm shocked. I've got to say, I'm not be you. What about the meditation? By me. You don't have a choice if you're with you. him. If I let at you. I've let down yeah, all yeah, the knolls. Shocked at Matt. Yeah. Everyone will get there eventually because it's where we're all heading. We're all headed towards enlightenment. We're all heading. David Ike's back in the room. Can I ask you a question? Do you think someone could come up with meditation as like? A natural thing, like an old lady thinks, oh, I have a sit down and just think about things. Yeah, probably. she could like come up with meditation. She yeah. doesn't need to be taught it or told a man. Yeah, naturally. Probably. Yeah. Not, so it's a na- you saying it's a natural. I system. do believe that. Yeah, but I think we don't have a culture in society that doesn't lead us towards it. There's not predicated upon it. I think you would. I think it does occur naturally. I think you're going to meditate. Apparently, baboons do it naturally. Birds <laughs> do it. Please. Come on, now let's look. Let's give ten minutes for him to bloody well show off, and then then we'll feel vindicated. Now we've had a nice Why have time. you not got your shoes and socks on? You're like Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> What's happening? Well, I feel when like, I come so in here, Charles as as Manson mixed with Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Huckleberry Manson figure. <laughs> Paint my fence in blood. That's a pretty good joke there if you've read a lot of Mark Twain and know a little bit about the Manson murders. So, um, Noel. Hello, yes. Russell. The reason I do it, I don't know, I just like to get all, uh, not you, Noel. I get, I feel like nice and relaxed in the environment. I get the old, I get the old shoes off. I like off, that. I sweep my hair back into an Alice band. Now, what, do you know, we did this comic relief gig the other day. Um, I went out into, at the interval, right, to keep things rolling. I go out into the audience, Wembley Arena, 10,000 people want to keep things going. I start mucking about as people. I goes, get Noel Fielding down. He's spot on at the improvisation. Bring him down. Now, the gigs, get, give it up. It's a gig to raise money for drug addicts and alcoholics. I get Noel, get Noel. I'm going out. I just, I'll do 10 minutes with the crowd, keep things ticking over while Emily Sandale or whatever sets up. I, I go out there and I'm all the time going, get no, get no. I go, and then someone comes like, you can't get no. Why's that? Because he's staggering blind drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, literally can't get him out here. He's what? too drunk. He went off and hid. He'd like, done in his a bit already. And He'd then... already done his first bit, which was brilliant to his credit. But then, like, uh, when I asked him to come out, he was already sloshed. Oh, and I see him. He gaffer taped eyebrows on his. I was, yeah, I did. Yeah. That was when I was sober. Really? That's his normal personality to I do was things a bit like that. Drunk. When you oh. called me, I couldn't. And you, know, you lot are raising money for drug addicts. Do you know? Got me, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you know who got me drunk? Who Tom was it? from Kasabian. He gave me a drink, and it was like a pint of sambuca, and I didn't know because I was just thirsty, just come straight off stage. <laughs> didn't realize, drank loads of it, and went, "What is this?" It was sambuca. I was like, "By the pint." I know. 
I oh, felt embarrassed. And then you were going, where's now? Quit. I need someone to just oh. fill in in the interval. Not even the proper gig. How dare you? <laughs> really? It's a really good bit. Do no, I'm doing I mean? it with him. I, I was, was doing, doing it. Good. It's not like I thought it was beneath me. Well, it's your gig. You tell, him, tell him about his mate. You know his mate? He, he, you know, on the front of the programme. Spelt my name wrong on the front of the My mate Alfie done the programmes for comedy. What, spelt Noel wrong? He spelt Noel Gallagher's name. Oh, Gallagher. Gallagher wrong. Just dropped an H. H in Gallagher. Really? But we were trying to get people to give up H at the gig, to be fair, so there you go. There's a nice little bit of wordplay for your next H. It's Russell Woodford, so you can have a little laugh to yourselves at that. You're listening to Russell Brand. Is he an ex no, look, I, that's no, look, he's my mate. We can't a get lot him of junkies. Find, find a lot of junkies can't spell. <clears throat> what do you mean? I'm yeah, a certainly, well, he can't spell Gallagher, that's for sure. <laughs> come on, fellas, come on, fellas. There's a lovely gig, and we're doing some more charitable work for the Teenage yeah. Cancer Trust. That's why Noel is here. Now, actually, send us ideas, because me and Noel, as you know, we're very spontaneous, stroke, we're, lazy people. We're the goth detectives. We're, we're going to solve some mysteries. We're going to solve a mystery at the Albert Hall or on Wednesday. If you are coming and you've, you've got, got a mystery... or a mystery... We'll solve send it for it you. Send it in and we'll, send, we'll solve it. Hashtag I'm bringing TCT the magnifying glass. Goth Detectives. You're going to wear shoes on Wednesday? See if anybody can guess what your mm, mantras you are. Like, I might your, boot black my little tootsies. <laughs> I might just have bare <laughs> feet and boot black them. Look, you two, can we do one radio... What is this? Simultaneous radio shows. You two over there doing some drunk he thing. He asked a question and I was politely... Just, just look at him. Just ignore him. I'll just fade him down. I'll shout louder if you fade me down. The best place for Noel Gallagher is at the side of the stage, quietly doing the work while someone else takes the credit we all know that it's how it works in oasis it's how it should work now you just pipe down over there when i come into the building there was a little couple that were like your group or sort of groupies that were listening just next door in a cafe and they had it on a little radio on the table it's quite sweet they were called Dwayne and Jade. Hey, Dwayne and Jade. Andre yep. and yep. Julie, something like those that. Those are the groupies. Yep, they're, they've put in hours of very, very loyal and decent service, those girls, stroke boys, can't remember. <laughs> it was, quite a, it was a man and a woman. Yeah. Best way, one of each. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> keeps you busy, Have one you, out the front, one out the back, keeps me occupied. <laughs> you try, you've been in a triangle, haven't you, with those? Many's the time me, Dwayne and Judith. Have they were trying to get in, actually, scratching at the door. We stagger into each other like Flesh Meccano. Well, once they get in, they'll be striping me up with all sorts of painful love, and it's, uh, it's going to be a lovely way to ride this show out now i think we need to do some listener calls Knowles, matt g's g to yeah. so make sure that the people feel uh like because you know this is an important show this is a cultural hub for a lot of people it's probably like radio caroline or the cuban revolution <coughs> something that people like to gather around like it's a warm fireplace of uh, radio waves and wonder and communicate with us you do know this isn't going out like. no one's broadcasting <laughs> this <laughs> this is just for you oh thank god this is uh, like well, my wish has come the, true the cuban revolution <laughs> <laughs> mental isn't it actually we've got a new Story uh, here. Where's that new story about libraries. sexy libraries? Oh, I, I love sexy libraries. Man banned from. This is a little bit of news here. Man banned from all the libraries on the face of the earth. A man has been banned from all the libraries on the face of the earth after being charged with lewd behaviour and disorderly conduct. How can you ban someone from all of the libraries on earth? How is that going to be? Enforced? Even the mobile ones. Yeah, well, they're Americans, yeah, isn't the it? The mobile yeah. one. They've got no. They've got well, the they think all the libraries in the world are in America, don't they? There's only two, aren't there now? America. We've got the internet now. Can't ban him from the internet, can we? Why do we even... Oh, that's a big question. Tyree Carter was in court to answer charges and is accused of openly masturbating (laughs) in the Racine Public Library the week before. Like, openly masturbating. Not even furtively. Openly. openly, With his arms flung above his head like John Travolta. Gyrating in a one-man dance. In front of the Asterix books. (laughs) Obelix don't need that kind of magic potion. He fell into it as a baby. He's had all he needs. An employee who was a witness told investigators that he was on the second floor, standing in the open, not trying to conceal the act. I think that makes it better. I think it makes it better. Went in there masturbating, probably. (laughs) I've got that. I've come about. Get some Jane Austen. 
Police were called to the scene when an officer approached him. He was sat at oh, a right. table reading a book. Well, that seems more... At least all the way through, he was quiet. The whole way through the it? One rule of a library. <laughs> what was he reading, though? Come on. That's interesting. interesting. The joy of sex. According no, to court, record, according to court records, well, this is an interesting <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Carter initially the, denied the Da Vinci Code or some rubbish. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure he had all the reasons in the world. When the officer explained the situation, Carter allegedly apologised and said it was his first time doing it in public. Well, there oh, you go. What, and they it's let him off. First time. It's first time I've took me on the road. Off in a library for an easy crowd. That works <laughs> for any crime. Oh, sorry about that. That was my first time. On your way. <laughs> just That's why I got caught. It's just a, just a booking for your first one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just a caution. Don't do it again. Have fun with that. I didn't really know. Yeah, you can't condemn people for doing things for the first so time. So now he's... What's the headline? He's banned from every library. Wait, is that library? his library card's taken away oh, from him? Best bit's on the face of the earth, though. <laughs> his order was to... On the to face of the earth. This is amazing, actually. Yeah, his order is to stay away from all libraries on the face of the earth. That means subterranean libraries he's nice. allowed into. Stay floating away. libraries he's allowed into. Ones on the sea he can but go into no, those. No library. Obviously, they're not going to send his photo to every library in the world. No. He could flout that easily. I know. He's, he's in there now. Or you. Smacking away at himself. I catch you within sniffing distance of a library you're Especially in trouble a man that's prepared to walk masturbating into a public building now you're going to control him he's a wild one he's free he's is like it the libraries that him turn reading. him on or is it books I think it's the simple act of public masturbation maybe, maybe, it's, the silence. maybe it's the silence yeah. That is weird that they've singled out libraries by the, you know, the law have said that's libraries because they could have said public places. Yeah. So they must know that he likes libraries. Do you know what I think it is? The subtext is it's saying we could don't be. you get a lot of stories like this in America, we don't need libraries, they're just places where mentally ill people go and masturbate. <laughs> There's a story like it all the time, every week. If you look at um, stories in the United States for libraries, people wanking apologise for the really? language. Happens all the time. It's always, so honestly, to, you read it a lot. What do you mean? In America? I think it's to undermine public bodies and social and so social spaces like libraries to say, do we really need libraries? I mean, what's going on? It's what just fellas is graduating this that you're in their front. I see it a lot because, what? remember... <laughs> in America, people wanking in libraries. <laughs> stories about it. Another story is people being dismissive about mental illness and like a, some crazy nut was in a Denny's. He pulled out a gun and a packet of polos. He's creating, creating chaos in there. No no sympathy or narrative right. around the mental illness. Are about. you saying that people who like masturbate in libraries deserve sympathy? I'm saying that don't condemn the library. Matt raises They're an interesting to make point think that, that the library is the problem. I would imagine in my library the woman was quite strict. So she wouldn't have minded me masturbating. It was just, but if I brought anything back late, she'd be absolutely. You know, how long is it going to take you to ejaculate, right, young man? P. You've that's, been here for an hour. That's twelve p. Twelve p. So I remember getting charged once. Twelve p as a fine. It's almost worth it, isn't it? I know. It's worth flouting that. I lot. wasn't even masturbating. Noel Fielding, you're going to be with us tomorrow before... No, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. we're performing at the Teenage <laughs> Cancer Trust. You. If you want to donate, send us the word teen to 7766. That's send five <laughs> quid to Teenage Cancer Trust. That sounds a bit weird. What, the way I said those numbers? <laughs> yeah. it's not the. It's not my strength. <laughs> <laughs> Giving out information, texts. I've never claimed to be good at that. What's uh, what? Uh, Noel, thanks for coming in, old Ben. Yeah, thanks for talking about wanking a library. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of the way it unfolded. At least I'm not a lizard. We've freed you from being a reptile, but it's now you've sort of casually condemned public literature and public masturbation. You've been sort of dragged into that net. It's been beautiful. The whole thing. I'm going to crawl off and get in your soft room now. There he goes now to meditate himself Did to call reptilian it the soft heaven. Room? Yeah, Russell's anus. <laughs> he calls it the soft <laughs> <laughs> He knows how to crawl in there. He can march in there and tell time. I'm going to get in Russell's soft room and I'm going to cause, I'm going to run amok in there. I wonder why. How is your soft room now? How is it's it? It's in very good shape as a matter of oh, fact. Should we put a song on? Why is this a verbal gang rape? Christ, I don't know. 
like a little thunderbird there with all his strings cut. Well, I do get so excited, Noel, which is the uh, topic of this track. Who was that we were listening to, Old Bean? By a band called The Real McCoy. I'd like to dedicate that to my beautiful wife, Sarah. Oh, that's lovely, romantic and nice. Now, there's something that we're supposed to be doing here, mate. Announcements on XFM, it said. Yeah. Noel would like to announce two further donations to help the Teenage Cancer Trust part of the week of concerts. Do you know how to do this thing? Do you need a bit of paper? You or something? Oh, you've got a better voice than I. Damien Hurst. You, you, you certainly will, and that's why I should be fronting your new band. Damien Hurst has donated a limited edition print, which is set to raise 30 grand. The stunning artwork called Mantra, sign from God, sign from God, is a diamond dusted silk screen print of butterfly it's wings. Beauty. That's good. Is it's it? going to go under the hammer at Bonhams, which is probably a type of auction house, I'm guessing, because it says under the hammer, unless it's sort of literally getting smashed up by a lunatic. Uh, Jason Bonhams house. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> don't do it, it's worth a bomb! Uh, it's on, on London the 16th of July to raise money for the TCT. Noel's going to donate the last remaining pairs of limited edition signature trainers. So, right, so we've got one thing. There's a lovely auction, 16th of July, at Bonhams, where a Damien Hurst print's getting done. Mm, That'd be good. Yeah, don't and, bring it down now. And then you're doing a pair of trainers, mate. Each pair is going to be signed. Limited edition trainers signed by Noel. Only 200 pairs of these shoes ever produced. They'll struggle to sell them, wouldn't they? Oh, How's no, they sold out So that's 400 shoes you've got to sign. I suppose you just sign one, I don't, don't you? What? Just sign no. one. Or sign no. both shoes? No, what just, mean, just sign one. Well, just, just sign one the left one. And oh, like the well, right the one, leave it. Just sign I've one and get signed. someone else to do the others. Sign the right what one. What kind of corruption do you think goes on in the world of signing? If you a signed photograph of Russell, it could be anyone who signed it. <laughs> a PA to a lonely secretary. <laughs> no, I, you sign all your own stuff, don't you? Absolutely. You a, Since yep. we've been here, I've signed my own penis several times, and that weren't easy, the amount of pressure I've been through over the course of the day. And a very tiny pen. <laughs> <laughs> like a really kind of a bookie's pen. <laughs> I, I signed it with me, I dipped my elbow in a bucket of Julax and signed it with that. It was like a Banksy painting by the end of it. Now listen, come along, we're trying to talk about an auction. He's going to sign some shoes. Stop headbutting your microphone, what's wrong with you girls? I touched it with my finger in it. What were you doing? Were you about to make an announcement? <laughs> doing that. Um, can I go to the toilet? <laughs> Not again. Can I have a pair a of those trainers? Right, okay. What trainers so are they? Oh, Adidas trainers, brilliant. Don't advertise types of trainers, other trainers are available. No, you can advertise on the obviously given them for the, the BBC. You can advertise anything you want. I'd like a pair of different type of trainers, just with, I don't know, anything on them. You don't wear trainers, do you? Nope, my feet are... Bare as oh, you, you like. West Ham he, no, he wears ladies' <laughs> boots, according to my five-year-old. That was a relatively accurate depiction for well, Charles. And yeah, and apparently his mum's got a, a comparable pair, which is why Sarah and I would get on rather well, and why the obvious sexual chemistry unsettles you whenever I'm in the house, Noel. <laughs> Particularly when I bring such wonderful bouquets, delightful gifts, sympathetic conversation, and the promise of sex. Is that, I think that's air. bad social etiquette, isn't yeah, it? To bring flowers on Valentine's Day. I didn't know it was Valentine's Day. It was only last week. It was Valentine's Day. It was last week. It was Valentine's Day. Mother's Day, you lunatic. Oh, right, it. he don't know the difference between a mum and a wife. That's worrying. <laughs> it's all flowers to me, mate. It's wrong. Well, oh, it's all you. flowers. That's how we sniff round the petals, ladies. He calls it a flower. <laughs> poor, poor man. It's all flowers. Gene, to Gene me. just launched himself there. At his, uh, yeah, of course he Yeah, he was trying. He, had, he needed something that rhymed with power. Class. <laughs> 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 and he's probably doing something about the Oedipus complex. And Noel not knowing the difference between Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Well, telling all sorts of problems. I don't. Well, shall I tell you what the difference between Valentine's Day and Mother's Day is? Yeah, tell me. About fifty quid. Oh, very yeah, nice. Very nice. There he is. He can do those jokes whenever he wants. <laughs> Hold on. What are those? Um, we got. E where was that email that said all the questions for Matt? 
Uh, there's like a lot of Matt's fans, but very happy to have Matt back on the radio. Here's one. I don't want this questions. is from a person called Anda. She begins he or she because Anda. Let's face it, it's an androgynous name. It can be from any kind of creature. They might have seven sets of genitals. They could have them all up and down their legs for all we know. They could be releasing all sorts of things. They're interdimensional aliens. They begin. Andar Barishi, so I don't know what that is. Look, can... just ask the question. You're getting hooked <laughs> on the nose. You're like Paxman, man, who I nailed to the wall. Bar- I mean, I don't know movie. what this is. It I... could have nine genitals. Uh. <laughs> I mean, how many? Who's there? It's like a ladybird's back dots all over it. Boy, girl, hermaphrodite, we'll never know. Andar Barashi at andarbarishi at hotmail.com. Send him an email, find out him, her, we'll never know. What's the question? Lulu! It says, as a reference to the time that Matt Morgan, instead of saying hello to Lulu, who's trying to give him a diploma. <laughs> Look, he's practising it now. 20 years too late. Lulu was there to issue diplomas at his school. Matt uh, had watched all the University. people going up saying hello, hello, hello. And Matt was just pre- rehearsing in his head for the moment where he received his diploma. His rehearsals were so defunct, so ad hoc, that when he finally reached Lulu, instead of saying hello, what did you say? Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> so this letter begins Lulu. I would just like to request Matt's opinion on everything Russell has done in the last four and a half years. And we haven't done your cultural review, Matt, which one of the great oh items of the radio show was the cultural well, review. Okay, well, the, my review of your last four years uh-huh. is tedious. Because that was mine. Tedious. Tedious, one word piffle. review. Hurtful. Tedious. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, he wants... Well, this Car person crash. here... Well, there's been several of those. <laughs> but, like, listen, mate. Look, yeah, go on. In, it, like, this person wants your opinion on everything. The Olympics... If you, you want to culturally review my performance? I don't, I mean, just the word Olympics, just uh-huh. because you were in the closing ceremony. Well, I'm an Olympian, and I? You, well, no. You weren't That's it comes across as Olympian. I think Did that you think was, it was satanic? No, I don't think it was satanic. And I don't <laughs> That's think, quite cool, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, look, if you had the satanic agenda, you wouldn't go, like, get Annie Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? We will bring dark forces to the earth. Get well, Annie Lennox when and you were going round on that bus, mm. what I thought, when you went, come with me. <laughs> We, I just thought, oh, he's trying his best. That's what I was That's doing. That's what was sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good, that's And that. when it was happening, you were probably thinking, there's a record deal in the bag. Here we go, I'll be cleansing. Who was driving the bus? Did you know where the bus was Some going? Some bloke called Tim, he was out of his mind. You should have seen that lift. There was a rickety old lift that got me up onto that roof. They trapped my foot in the lift, my trousers no, ripped. Don't ruin the magic for everyone. Because <laughs> that really lifted the nation's spirits. That's true. Mm, At that's a time, true. a difficult that's time, the spirits were soaring. I got a message true. from uh, Noel. I wish we had it, actually. We could play it out on the radio. The next day after my brilliant Olympic performance, Noel Gallagher, there's this message on my aunt's phone. It goes like this. Well, 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 after two weeks of glory, and how does it end? Old Mr. Skinny Legs on top of a bus, <laughs> murdering the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> that was an old uh, quick That's review brilliant. of the thing. It was yes, actually, again, hurt the old feelings. Uh, the, uh, uh, Andar has requested that you review my many tattoos, Matthew. What's, um, the one, what's this one? What, the old finger, Bob? Yeah, the, 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 that's that? the weird one. Right? So he's got one? on his finger what looks like a snake dragging a handbag. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's a very sacred thing, man. You, you kept the snake drags You made it very prominent the last time you were on Jonathan Ross. Yeah, because he can't... The thing is, because it's in his line of vision, he can't relax the finger it's on. So it's like a long one finger. Yeah. And it's his... What's that finger? The index finger. Yeah, the yeah. index finger for, for pointing at things, mm-hmm. for pointing at car tissues and going, Have these the right <laughs> tissues? I didn't run that man over. Have sex with me. <laughs> what is. Uh, I bet that's been up someone's bum. Of course it has. It's what cats. do you think you do with your index finger? <laughs> Just thumb your way through the Bible? No, 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 mate. I'll do that for morning and whoop! 
<laughs> up it goes. The puppet show's started. Line up, ladies. Okay. And you, mate. <laughs> so hang on, what, what does that mean? Because that's got some spiritual significance. Of course it has. It's old Rusty's finger. It's bound to have some spiritual... So what's the snake and what's the handbag? It's an illustration by Carl Jung. Yeah, that's right. I'm clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl Jung. Eww. In case you don't know who that is, he's a bloke that knows a lot of stuff about a thing or okay, two. Okay, Jung, Any relation to Yeah, yeah we'll get it. What's we'll it get it. It's the Kundalini snake rising out from the core lower chakra primal desires. Otherwise known as the handbag. Matt calls it a handbag. I call it lower chakras. Noel is making a fish-shaking gesture. Yep, let's tweet it. Let's tweet it, baby. Let's tweet it like it's 1999. It looks like a supply teacher who's been bullied by the children. They've drawn (laughs) on his hand. (laughs) Right, that that is it. Oh, no. Who did that? (laughs) (laughs) Right, when I dozed off, one of you has drawn a Jungian motif on my end. And uh, I'll put with my elbow. One of you is leaving this room. Whichever one of it was you, whoever's done this. Right, who's drawn butter on my arm? Oh, bloody hell. There's Krishna. On the, and there's bloody Krishnamurti up my wrist. There's Vishnu on my ball bag. Oh, who stretched it? It's perfectly taut. Oh, you've made a canvas. Oh, I can make him talk. Come on, I'm Vishnu. Actually, <laughs> you know, that was quite good. Gold stars all round. You'll be staying after class. Um, so Carl- tattoos. No, no I, I like tattoos. Have you got any? Yeah. Matt's got a, a dragon thing. That's, That's a, a lion. lion. It's a lion. That's the thing. Is that the sign of the Royal Mint? Yes, I'm a big fan of the Royal Mint. <laughs> they wow. do bloody cracking work. And, uh, and oddly, they're not I, that well I played. I love a new coin. <laughs> now, look at that shiny little aperture into a world of wealth. <laughs> I call it. It's an opportunity. Have you tweeted the picture? The the yeah, the picture's gone up. It's a young... It's a lion. That is the letter M, which it's stands for, for Morgan. I'm surprised you have no. time to decorate uh, your own well, body there, Just in case there, you forget. Hold up, yes. hold up now, hold up. I'm no, launching, no I'm toes, launching. Does so he? Of course he hasn't got no toes, he's got no... He he actually, take, he's he a lovely man, let's not take him, he's drunk, he's drunk out of his mind. He's drunk, <laughs> he's not drunk. Poor sod, don't even know so, where he is, he probably thinks he's still on tour. <laughs> He'll do a song in a second. <laughs> yeah, hold on a sec, listen, Matthew, now, <clears throat> and I was doing a really good link, and you all interrupted, so I'm going to do <clears> it yeah. again anyway. Who says... <clears throat> here comes the link. <clears throat> Coughing first, clearly old throaty poos, and here comes the link. So, uh, Matt, uh, I'm surprised you've got time to uh, illustrate your body when you're rather busy painting those little tiny models that you do now. And let's have a song. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, what about these models you've been painting, making these models? It's really funny. I told Noel, let's talk about Matt painting those little tiny models. Like, you know, people paint models of, like, trolls or people... Hey, let's clear this up. I'm not painting little tiny child models. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like someone's done a mother care shoot. (laughs) Come on, baby! A little bit more leg. Bit of gravy on the thighs. You look a million dollars. Draw a seam up the back. And pull the nappy to the side. That's love. Tasteful, okay. tasteful. <laughs> and now here comes the paint, baby. Go! Okay. <laughs> what did no, you expect? What did you expect? Look, he's painting little models. Father, I don't go out as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I like. Why are you doing these in the evenings? He's doing that speech like a politician mm. on their doorstep with their wife, going, "I'm a father. <laughs> I love my I wife. I want to spend more time with my family. <laughs> I've embarrassed everybody. I'm deeply ashamed. I apologise to my constituents. I thought those models were 18. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually little model. There's a nice Nazi one, isn't there? No, look, There's Lord of the Rings look. ones. Matt's painting little Nazis. He's at I home. wanted He's to paint a model, right? Oh, brilliant. So I went into a model shop. <laughs> yes. What's the name of these model shops? Because I know you're model keen to zone. get a model deal. Model zone. Matt's no, that's not. I don't get want sent trinkets. I don't want free stuff from Model Zone. Matt wants some free stuff from Model Zone. It's a type of model. <laughs> send Where him some look, little free I, things. I wanted to paint a thing, and I spoke to the man, and he went a tank, and he showed me, and he said you need like hours of building it, a ship, too hard, you have to do the. Rigging. What's and led I said, you to this? I shop? want a little, like a little man. I want a little man. 
<laughs> You've got that little man. And You've he... got a lovely son. <laughs> so Norman from the model man. shop came round my house <laughs> and I painted his feet. <laughs> now he gave me a little man. But the, he, the nicest one was a, happened to be a member of the Nazi party. <laughs> so shoot me. Because he could have been like a low-ranking Nazi. He was just going along oh, with it. Oh, no, not my race. one, mate. Who was he? I paint the stripes on their arms. Oh, my word. You're at home he's decorating the... Nazi offices. No, he's, uh, you know, I like painting models. Let's he happens to be a Nazi. Him. I don't agree with his politics. What, do you have a little word of him while you're painting him? Say, so what were you thinking? You Did you all know? You got swept up in that crazy vibe listening to that bloke with the moustache and the charisma. And he said, oh, the brush tickles. What? Let's tweet the picture of this little guy. Who else have you been oh. painting? There's a Nazi. Well, look, there's then, like then trolls. I saw, then I maybe blundered into Games Workshop and bought some Lord of the Rings stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You're creating a little world for yourself, aren't you? A figurine. I like it. I like making little bits of scenery. Mm. Hopefully, I'm going to have a tabletop battle with one of you guys. <laughs> G owns some orcs. Like, do ya? Oh, he does. He's involved. Boxism, seriously. What boxes of orcs? It's actually funny because when I brought it up to, <laughs> I brought it up to Noel when Matt was in the toilet, I goes, no, we've got to bring it up. Let's stripe him up with that model thing. Stripe been, him he's up. He's been doing Tough talk nah, me, son. I'll tough talk you right out of town. Right, goes, you ran over Cyril Sneer. <laughs> the Cyril gritty Sneer paste on LA Road. <laughs> he's resurrected. He's fine. He's good as gold. Goes, just stripe him up with that model thing. And he goes, have you seen the model things that Matt's been doing. He goes, oh yeah, that, that's the one. He's quite good. It's <laughs> good. No, I've got a gift. To it. Yeah. Why wouldn't I share my gift? Well, let's have a look. And you stick rigidly to the Nazi rules, don't you? You won't sort of step outside the boundaries. No, give him an well, orange no, they jacket give you and a purple paint. shoes. Like I, my might, I, I might start undermining Nazis later on. It's in about the career, time but for someone now. did, mate. You because have to they follow the rules. That's the one of the main the right tenets way. of Nazism. You should oh, break God. out of those parameters. And he told me to do that. Paid me correctly. Follow the rules. Paid a high price to pay. Let's tweet him. Let's tweet him. German. Well, it's like a little German. It's, a high price to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tiny little German Nazi, wasn't it? It's a, a Mexican. Mexican. That's a Mexican Nazi. Hello. I don't know who he is, but he's a lovely little guy. He's welcome um, at my place. Anyway. Well, how do I? Tw- I've got Twitter. How do I Send tweet? Send the picture to okay, my Okay, well, let's move on anyway. So this so is all. This is what's happened to you since. If you've Games become Workshop want to send me anything from The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings, I will accept it. That's what you want. You want to paint yourself a whole little town. Yes, but I can make. That Michael, cool Michael Benteen. What? Who's he? Michael Benteen's potty time. Didn't he have a little <laughs> little minute <laughs> time? What's this? When did this all happen? In the seventies. <laughs> Michael Benteen's potty time. They can. I don't want anything from there. Oh, I better sit down and watch Michael Benteen's potty time. Relax myself. Write a couple of songs. Oh, cracking stuff. Come on, Michael. It's a real thing. It's not a real thing. It Don't was. Look not anymore. It was. It was that. a real thing. Michael Benteen's potty time. Oh, I was what was it called? Potty time. Like, there's a time. All right. I was glue sniffing at the time. It seems it was called Michael Benteen's potty, potty time. It was not like wasn't like, like he's potty. Like not, he's nuts. No, no, no. It's not like sitting on a potty and you know defecating, doing a bad well, pit. Were you? What is this show about? Michael Benteen's potty time, mate. It's a kids' TV show. Michael Benteen. Encourage them to use potty. Nazis in it. Oh no, it didn't. You drive it. Miniature things. You mad dragon. You remember it? He's old. He remember. He remembers it. What? And there was little Nazis on the telly. Children's oh, TV. What was, was there? We're gonna have to re-examine things. British kids' TV. Nazis, Nazis everywhere. You look. There's chaos in there. No wonder we've all grown up strange. Let's do a uh, news story now. Uh, we can. Matt will tweet that Nazi picture of yours so people can judge you. Oh yeah. Well, how do I, I'll have to send Just it to you. Just text it to me, and then, and then someone will do it. You oh, all know my codes and so Come on. Right. Let's do a news story now. We're approaching. There's only 24 minutes left. I think we've proven we've still got that magical gift of radio. Hey, we've played there any right songs. Poem. We've had some wonderful guests on the show. Noel Gallagher has been curmudgeonly a lovely rock and roll uncle. Matt, you've been brilliant and sharp, but the 
anyone stand out in particular as having driven the show into the gutter? David Icke. David Icke there. Oh, he's in the land oh, of Nod now. We have to ring him and apologise to the Isle of Wight. I liked that when he said he could have been in the land of Nod an hour ago. Could have been in the land of Nod an hour ago. Yeah, he was fed up, wasn't he? Okay, let's do uh, a new story, shall we? Go on then. One bride for five brothers. A young mum told last night how she has five husbands, her all brothers. Rajo Verma, 21, lives in a one-room shack with all five, sleeping with a different one each night on a rotor. Sounds like someone else. Mm. <laughs> the housewife <laughs> has no idea which one is the father of her toddler son. She said, initially it felt a bit awkward, but I don't favour one over the other. Absolute equality there in this system. Mm. Husband, Gudu, 21, the first to make her his bride, insisted, we all have sex with her, but I'm not jealous. We're one big happy family. <laughs> what a lovely, relaxed attitude. They know what they're doing, this mob, don't they? Are they Swedish? I think they sound Rajo Verma, a bit Indian. like Indian, I suppose, mm. probably, isn't it? Yeah. Hindu marriage, it says. The, the couple got hitched in an arranged Hindu marriage four years ago, and he remains her only official spouse. He's just brought in all his brothers. Come on, you lot, you come <laughs> over as well. He gets lonely, he's got all his mates to hang out with. The custom in their village is she had to take as husbands his brothers, Baju, 32, Santram, 28, Gopal, 26, and Dinesh, who married her last year. So, like, Dinesh, he's right at the end of the queue, isn't he? Is he the youngest? Is he like a... Ganesh is one of the... Ganesh, that's Ganesh, oh, that right, mate. Right. Eldest brother, Excuse Baju, me. said, I consider her my wife and I sleep with her like my brothers. He sleeps with his brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Rajo cooks, cleans and looks after 18-month-year-old Jay while her, her hubbies go out to work in Derendon, northern India. She said of the ancient tradition called polyandry, my mother was also married to three brothers, so when I got wed, I knew I had to accept all of them as my husbands. I sleep with them in turn. We don't have beds, just a lot of blankets on the floor. I get a lot more attention than most wives. Wink, wink. She basically gets a lot more flowers on Mother's Day and all. I bet she yeah. gets loads. She's inundated with them. There you go. So, in a way... It could work. Could work. Polygamy. Different sisters. Different, different systems. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a bit of the old polygamy. Do you yeah, think but you wouldn't work? be able to share a woman with other men. No you'd chance. Have, you'd have to have lots of women. <laughs> we tried that, didn't we, mate? That didn't work out too well. Not a nonsense. To me, was. to you. Not <laughs> <laughs> the chuckle brothers <laughs> with a living plank. No, no, no. That was nasty. No one was a winner in that setup. That's why I paint models now. That's my past. Whereas me, I'm still trying to make polygamy work. I wouldn't mind finding a nice wife. Do you want to culturally review any part of my wedding? Perhaps we'll come I back to that. I did want song? to. Uh, well, listen, I wanted tell to culturally tell the viewers review. about the guy. What guy? Hang on. The guy, the, the mad eccentric lion tamer. That's a tease if ever I won. Let's have a track. No, what are we going to play? Why don't we in the Jaguar? I'm playing my Jag song. Jag no, don't oh, play the heavy no, metal no, nonsense. It's not heavy metal nonsense. It's, 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 it's late rubbish. at night. All right, right let's XFM would like to advise that due to the nature of this program, there may be some That's strong weird. language. If you are easily offended, because, um, please switch off now. Switch off if you're offended because we're about to say something crazy, baby. No, 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 switch off because Matt's going to play some nonsense heavy metal. The only thing is, been advised. There's quite a lot of stuff at the top of this track. Alright, put it on then. It goes on for a while. Alright, we can just chat over this. Can you fast forward off. a track once it's playing on the radio? <laughs> well, leave it. When we come back, Matt's going to be culturally reviewing the Don't my say that, we'll, we'll be here for a while. Really? This is, I think there's and, that. Uh, do you listen to this at home? We'll be talking about the TCT. Does what's his name listen to you this? Can yeah, this is called Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. 83936. People will like this, Okay, well, here we go Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Guys, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats, I'll cut you down. Oh, there we go. Brilliant, mm. wasn't it? Bloody good, actually, yeah. I was listening to it outside when I was wandering around doing a little bit of my work. Got a few uh, emails and stuff. This is from Christian with a K. Matt, <clears throat> I collect models. I will happily have a tabletop battle with you. I collect dwarves. Also, there's a good model shop in London called Darksphere, just next to Waterloo. Much cheaper than Games Workshop. Go there! Thanks. I'm going there. Darksphere. Yeah. Send Matt some free stuff, see if he does, because we're not doing this radio show again, so you've got to And then Russell will tweet. 
Games Workshop or Dark yeah, Sphere, sure. Sent Matt, all this stuff. Soon Here's truth, a picture Dark of Sphere him. is something I tweet quite often. It's just one of my requests, <laughs> like a bat signal. Dark Sphere required. It's midnight. Bring yeah. them on. Every man needs a hobby. Yours Dark is having sex with hundreds of women. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got some other messages. Oh, hang on. Now we were going to. I was just going to quickly say culturally oh, yeah. review. One part of oh, your yeah, we wedding. Yes, culturally. I we, we talked about this. I can't do the whole wedding. Well, I mean, you could or do the marriage. Well. <laughs> I'm not review the marriage. <laughs> Is there time? I, I mean, well, it was 14 months. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was going to say. Don't cackle. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> he knew exactly how long it was. <laughs> how come you know exactly how long my marriage was? Because well, I had a, you time in it. a bit. Nice <laughs> <laughs> one. How much do you I win? I said two years. <laughs> two years. I give him two uh, years. For the record, in the sweepstake, I came the closest. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Very touching. Nice to know you're all behind me, supporting me while I'm getting my life. And we had it on your stag do. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, nice. Um, no, the bit where you came in on the elephant. Oh yeah, the, I did come in on an elephant during one bit of the marriage. And sorry, we, do you want to we, that? So, okay, hold on a minute. Uh, let's do Matt. No, I want to cue the item. Oh. Okay, time now. A sound for, bed on this. Uh, yeah, a give us a sound bed. Yeah, give us a sound bed. I'll cue this I'm up. Not the We're approaching the end of the person. show. Hawaiian. Right. <laughs> okay then. And okay, yeah. listeners to XFM on the Russell Brown show. It's time it's now brilliant. for a wonderful That's item it, where it? Matt reviews culture. He casts his cultural eye across a cultural event. This week, what are you going to be doing, Matthew? I'm belittling Russell's wedding. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> really, the Hawaiian's slightly fitting because it was in an exotic location. It India. Was in it was in northern India. I know. It makes me think I could have had another four wives. Still be at it now, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. That's what them lads were doing. They One of them would have stuck time. around. By right. now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, well, no, it was you. good. I mean, I did say that you painted models. You know, it gives you a... You could debase <laughs> my marriage. No, I, it was a lovely moment where... Turn that bit it was I the bit. I concentrate on the story. The, it was the Christmas bit where, jingle. in a, a wedding, where a man normally walks into a church. Yeah. Walks. Walks. Not but old Russ. In Russell's world, it was. Man walks into his church. It was a sort of solemn, <laughs> solemn, dignified journey on an elephant about oh. 20 foot? No. Was it about a bit more 20, than that? 30 foot. Like, the elephant also has to have a mate with it because otherwise it gets wound up. So there's like one elephant, elephant, I'm on it. Yeah, and then there's another elephant stood by that oh. elephant that's like the <laughs> ring man for that <laughs> elephant. Got a little mouse and a clown's eye, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, then we took flight. As long as he had his feather in his snout. Yeah. I wondered why there was a second elephant now. To think cheer about up it. the first elephant. I thought that you were meant to come in with one foot on each. <laughs> you out. No, you came in on an elephant. It was a hard work up there. You, but the thing was, mm -hmm. you had a whole crowd of people watching. Yeah. You didn't like smile and wave at the crowd cooey <laughs> on the elephant what you I do? came in with a sort of solemn studded yeah guys yeah, yeah I'm marriage elephant. yeah okay. that's what i'm doing let me tell you a thing about marriage <laughs> marriage is a bond that can last up Take to 14 it really months really seriously guys so just get on an elephant it's not one of those vegas weddings with elvis <laughs> this is a sacred 14 month arrangement begins on an elephant <laughs> ends in a newspaper <laughs> come on jumbo let's dance <laughs> it was uh, that nickname that caused the problem the thing is when you're on an elephant you've got to get off the elephant to do oh, the wedding very hard to get off oh. an elephant well the elephant this, it doesn't just come there and go, there you go, boss. You have, hey, to, you have to sort of go, to ride. <laughs> has to go down on its knees. One knee at a time. Which is really disturbing to watch. It's really shaky. Russell's still up there on a little sort of... In a little bike suit. A little, little Mowgli on. platform. That's right. Imagine Mowgli. I'm Mowgli. I'm on an elephant. And he's sort of... The whole platform tips really badly too forward. Too far forward. Too far forward. Feels like, To yeah. maintain that it's sort like of It's like something studied... on Noel's house party. Like, yeah. out you go! Yeah. Now like go get wed. Wild West bar, where, you know, that bull thing Bing! that they ride. 
So he was sort of come. You nearly fell down mm. forwards, and then the elephant kneels on its back legs, and you yeah, nearly go, go backwards, backwards, and then you're sort of helped off the elephant by a whole team. That of bloody marriage was shaky from the get-go well, before right. I even got off the elephant. I know it was a, and that went on for a while, didn't it? It was a drag, man. Oh, the idea was the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're in India, they're everywhere, the elephants, aren't they? you got to, like, it's just like having all. Oh, it was just in the country. Come on, you must have requested it. I don't, let's tell you the truth, we cooked that scheme up the night before. Like me and a Cooked couple. that scheme up? <laughs> from the 60s, a bank <laughs> robber. Get your gums around this, son. <laughs> See that old elephant over there? I'm going to go and ride it at the wedding tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to knock your socks off, pal. See the top of that elephant? Let's put a rickety old platform on it, designed by Ewoks. I'll saddle up all night. I'll get slung around like a tick in a trance. At the end of it, pop a ring on. Bob's your uncle. Stick Holy that in okay. We're home and dry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, oh, uh, it was lovely, though. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? We were having a nice time. But you kept a straight face throughout. It was the nobility. <laughs> the nobility. You were more sort of noble and passive than the elephant. He was an uppity <laughs> little bugger, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Rickety, up there. What one leg, next now. leg. Oh, God knows, he ain't sold his story, though. He's remained tight-lipped, so he ain't culturally reviewed it on some Ellen well, anyway, time. Well, my review is positive. It was a lovely moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the main thing. This had a positive cultural review. Well, at least something good came mates, out of the whole affair. The it wasn't an affair. I wish, I'd known, <laughs> I wish I'd known that when I was on the back of the elephant, that, oh, in a couple of years' time, this will be positively reviewed by a person uh, as part of... Uh, it's not reductive. Show. It's not reductive, that's the that's the motto. So that's Matt's cultural review on that. Noel, you never showed up, did you? Almost everyone else in this room <coughs> turned up. Johnny Rogers, he was there. Gareth Boy was there. G was there. Well, you know why. It was my missus's 40th birthday. No, she was having I a baby. I turned up to your bloody wedding, That's didn't right. I? You were having a baby. One day I come back. She's having a baby as well. 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 She's having a baby. She's having a baby. Something's coming out of her. Is this a flower situation, love? Or shall I sing a song? Happy birthday. Have a bunch of flowers or as a baby? No, Gallagher. As you know, Russell, marriage is very complicated. You don't know what's going on half the time. I really don't. Now, a moment ago, <laughs> I walked into this room with some Cadbury's mini eggs. Other mini eggs are available. They were. Well, they're not as nice as Cadbury's mini eggs. Well, listen, what are you sticking up for? Well, Cadbury's they are Cadbury's mini eggs. I mean, these ones are, but other ones are available. Oh, right. I'm just not endorsing. Yeah, no, they are good. Cadbury's mini eggs. These are. Look, what do you want? You want to spend your whole life just eating mini eggs? I want to get fresh stuff from Cadbury's. Let him tell you the story. Yeah, but and I'm we setting can... it up. I'm setting it up. Oh, right, okay. Like, I can tell you I'm... how good Cadbury's mini eggs actually are. Mini eggs were always a part of the culture of this show because I used to, like, when you use, uh, like, chocolate in a sexual situation, it can be difficult because uh, if they've, they've got a stupid name, like, so, oh, there was one time I was having sex with someone, there's some mini eggs at the side of the table, and like, I was going, oh, yeah, come on, let's use it. Oh, put that mini egg up my bum. Right, and it's like, right, a... okay, let's just well, back up. Yeah. Not onto a mini egg. <laughs> <laughs> let's reverse onto a tiny yellow egg, and then they all come you out. You know, when you're having sex and you use chocolate, <laughs> and then you say, yeah. ooh, ooh, pass me that mini egg <laughs> what the why yeah. they don't enhance sex they're weird no they it's don't weird. it's just to spice things up what, you how's it going to spice it up sticking a mini stick egg up your arms. bum you chickens even know do it there. hey it's only what chicken does but backwards <laughs> what well chicken they lay them what does it matter in right. out I'm what are we worried about do you know what's the easter eggs why the Cadbury's mini egg 
because I've got that hard shell, very useful, and they all go in in those lovely pastel colours, but they all come out all rinsed and white, like little ghosts. All there you nervous go, that's your Easter advert sorted. <laughs> Cadbury's in here. Once you've stuck them up your ass, they're all the same colour. <laughs> Merry Easter. It's what Jesus would have wanted from those guys at Cadbury's. Cadbury's eggs are available. So, um, right, go on, Matthew, so yeah. you were going to tell so some anecdotes. me anecdote. and Noel were in a pub Probably. after your show the other day. Yep. And this girl randomly said, "Oh, my friend used to know Russell." Mm-hmm. And then she proceeded to say, "No, she didn't. She didn't say she used to know him. What did she say? She was friends with him." No. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. She, she said, wouldn't have known me at all. I'm so complex <laughs> and mysterious and unknowable. She said, "She said like a shadow or a ghost or a so pyramid in the sky." So we're just having a drink. Yeah. And she said, uh, "You know, he sticks many eggs up his ass." Oh, that's not like I do it. That's a one off. <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, she saw you no, through a telescope. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just before you got on oh, an elephant at your she wedding. Said, Five o'clock. She up, said, up, you, you know, he has really weird sex. And we were going, we 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 we're both friends. She said, oh, my friend used to have sex We both put our drinks down and was like, really? Really? He used to put mini eggs up her bum. Look, I didn't used to do anything. Firstly, I seldom sleep with the same person more than once. So that's how you know that I don't used to do nothing. Like, probably what happened Oh, you're was, winning over the female listeners. Uh, now. Right, girls! <laughs> What's that, you lot? On your way, baby! Pretty coat If you get hungry on the journey home, check your bum. There's a mini egg or two up there. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way of consolation, they're all the same colour. They're pink, yellow, green, it's all the same. Now, listen, that's uh, not a mini egg. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever stuck with a bird used to. I once, Morrissey, give me a bunch of grapes once. Whoa, hang on a minute. Hey. Get well, Morrissey, the pop star. Morrissey, get well soon, Morrissey. I love you, Morrissey. Get well soon. He once gave me a fruit basket, and that's not a metaphor or a euphemism, and I think it's just a basket with some fruit in it for letting us use his ha- my house as his location for some promotional work I've done for him. He sends his basket of fruit next day. I'm with a lovely young it sounds lady. sounds like a disclaimer. We're having, American a, American we're having a nice insane. bit of fruity interaction, and some uh, grapes were involved, and, she, uh, and I said to her, Afterwards, it goes, hey, I've got them grapes off Morrissey. She went, um, oh, wow, I can say I had a Morrissey grape up my bum. And then I sent Morrissey an email saying the self-same thing. Goes, this girl goes, I've had a Morrissey grape up my bum. He went, that's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely little anecdote there. What sort there. of life are you living? One where little spherical objects are occasionally put up people's bums for pleasure, Matt. Where, what's, what's so complicated about that? Why have you never gone bigger a than a mini egg or a grape? Oh, down to get people's hopes up. I reckon what, so your willy is for, your willy is foreplay, and then you go, if you like that, here <laughs> comes the main event. It's a mini egg. Here's the uh, big boss at the end of the round. A mini egg. Three of them, and you're doubling what I had before. Have <laughs> you? I've got a new feeling threesomes with me. You know the oh, don't I do. say that. Well, there you go, mate. You walked into my turf and chart. Very weird. There's nothing wrong with that. But, mi- but the mini egg. Look, we've got four minutes. I okay. don't want you saying, Let's look, move the mini on. egg. We're intelligent people. We're trying to create a global revolution. Let's not go on about who sticks what up who's what. Okay? Let's try and move on as friends together on XFM. We've done a good job so far. I'd like to use this opportunity to say other chocolates are available. Now, we've got Trevor back on the phone, I think, on a better blower. There's only four minutes. So we're going to have to wrap this up with G's poem. You, the listeners, you're who we do this for. I hope you've enjoyed this experience. It will be available to podcast. It's all for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Trevor, you on the line? You're listening, mate? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Um, you caught me on the loop, but I'm with you. I'm You're on the loop. We're trying to raise the tone. You can put that mini egg in from any room in the house, Trevor. You don't have to do it so medically. What What are you doing, Trev? Just a wee. And you sit down <laughs> for that. Lovely. A lovely insight into Trevor's world. Yeah. 
Because I can't do a phone call and stand up way at the same time, can I? No, you can't, darling. And, and anyone that would expect <laughs> that of you is a monster. Why should you? What a lovely <laughs> young man. <laughs> I can't do that. He's contrary. He's in Peru, sitting down, having a wee. He's on the radio in England. What a peculiar situation Trevor's in. OK, He's Trevor... From a distance of thousands of miles. <laughs> oh. oh, I love you. I love you and I miss you. Well, let's do more of these radio shows, but who can afford to pay us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so. Uh, hey, well, are you getting paid? Oh, I mean, <laughs> no. Hey, make mine a mini egg. We don't have to wrap up on time. Oh, that's cool. We can do what we want. Let's then. do this till one. Let's just keep doing this. What's on Let's ride us? this thing out. What's on after it? Just Probably. People are just guy? pointing to Who's that guy? Who bloke out there tolerating this crap in his studio. Phil. What does he do? Is he a DJ? Yeah. Of course he is. He's a DJ on XFM, isn't he? Where do you think know. you are? Have a look around. Stick your nose out the window once in a while. Trevor, are you all right, mate? Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm ever so happy. It's just a pleasure to hear your voices. It's really um, mad to be hearing them from a, uh, another place. But, oh, yeah. Like Postman Pat, isn't he? How does this raise money, by the way? Um, I don't know that it does. No to be one's very sure. I mean, once in a while, we sort of the te- we're doing this week of gigs at the Teenage Cancer Trust. Noel's curating it. I just do one. I've night already bought four it. Shetland ponies, so it's raised hundred quid for the last century. He's going to get a bump for them. Yeah. As to get their hands on them, and he mashes them up. He's doffing out Shetland ponies to the next DJ on. Stay with us on XFM because there's another great DJ coming on after. Who is it, Neil? Phil, DJ Phil. DJ Phil, he'll be on. That'll be fantastic. I'll get you a Shetland pony for Christmas. You look look at him, you look like all some mank half a daily dealing out Shetland ponies to kids outside of school. That's what I don't like. She ain't getting flowers for the next Mother's Day, let me tell you. There you go, love. Happy birthday or Christmas or whatever it is. There's a Shetland pony. (laughs) Trevor. (laughs) Trevor. It's lovely to speak to you. We've delivered you to the to our listeners. Our listeners have had everything they asked for. They wanted Ike, they got him. They wanted Fielding, they got him. They wanted us on XFM. We have delivered all of that and we ended it all with a revolting anecdote about anal activity. <laughs> Mr G, summarise this show as only you can. Incorporate the wonder and the magic, a show that he has written live while this has been happening. Remember, listeners, we will always be broadcasting to you. Just tune into our thoughts through meditation. Tune into our thoughts. Cut out the lizard people. We're always <laughs> present. We're always always conveying our love to you we do this for you and if ever they can find enough money to pay us we'll continue to do it <laughs> i hand over now to the great mr g poet laureate of the show voice of a generation Goodbye. okay this poem's called back to the future we're going back to the future yet reversing the trend rewinding the time before the end game begins before we got library fined for the wages of sin before the car tissue caused the delorean to spin <laughs> max back on the switches ike's back on the lizards and noel hasn't smiled since he watched the olympics there's five moonwalking ponies with their bras getting lifted and trevor's lost in peru with guinea pigs and enigmas should we all paint model nazis is postman pat ever happy will the pyramid get broken if we dress like gaddafi so let's get back to the future and reverse all the trends and join the mini egg express only on xx there he ended it with some brandy. Yes, eggs. <laughs> yes, mini eggs. Tagged on the end. Let's think about Shetland ponies. Let's think about the many highlights of this show. Let's not remember this as the time that mini the Daily eggs. Mail got the opportunity <laughs> to write a story, Russell Brand, mini eggs, mini pleasure or something. There we go, we're doing their work for him. Trevor, thanks for being on the phone, mate. We'll speak to you soon. It was a pleasure for you to listen to me. It Thank really you. was. That's I mean, this- I be on it. Thank you, Trevor. He's madder than ever before. We've got some lovely things. You could win the original copy of G's poem if you uh, want to buy... Uh, what could they do? How could they win that, Matthew? They can buy it and donate the money to the TCG. Yeah. yeah buy it. Auction it. I'll, give it to, I'll give it to Noel. And also, what about auction this? It. We can... Uh, and then Noel Fielding has done a picture, I am a lizard. We can auction that as a package. We'll make some like montage thing. We'll sell it to the highest bidder. We'll carry that on, on at XFM. We'll leave XFM with that administrative problem of how to deal with that. 
Uh, so remember to support our Teenage Cancer Trust gig. If you are coming, you can uh, join in with me and Noel by bringing us a mystery. Noel, have you anything you want to add, mate? No. <laughs> Matt, do you want to take this opportunity? Many people love you and are very happy to listen to you again. Do you want to say something sincere? I love you all back. Oh, Aww. Matt can't handle emotions. Yeah. He's one of those sort of people. So that yeah. was actually quite good for him. G, you got anything to add? No, it's been great work with you guys again, man. It's been, been yes, fun. Yeah. What a wonderful time. It is now midnight. A new dawn. Midnight. Like what I was born at. Midnight. The strike of midnight. A new boy child has entered the world. Riding so a little elephant <laughs> into the future. <laughs> Off he goes, look. In 14 months' time. Give it up to Clambering down. Okay, uh, thank you, Johnny Rogers. Cheers, Gareth. Thanks, everyone at XFM for making this happen. We'll We'll find a way to continue broadcasting to you. Matt, are you going to play some sort of song to take us out? Are you going to play um, some Elephant by Tony Parler. Yeah, Perfect, Elephant. Elephant. There you go. It's like we know what we're doing, but not really. <laughs> Thanks all of you for listening. We love you. Teenage Cancer Trust does some amazing work with young people living with cancer. You can help them continue to do this. Text the word TEEN to 70766 to donate £5 to XFM's fund for Teenage Cancer Trust. Texts are charged at standard network rate on all networks. Full terms and conditions can be found at xfm.co.uk.